Are you single? <laughs> yes. Anybody in the horizon? No. Because no, last time you were like, oh, you know, I can't be talking because it could be used against you. It's been, be oh, this pod is the best and the worst thing that happened to me in my dating world. <laughs> I uh, could see why. A lot of, like, some people that I've talked to mm -hmm. use things that I said on the pod against me. Really? Yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten that. I haven't had that happen yet. No, but you're good on the pod. Yeah, I try and be as political and not name and do no, stuff. No, yeah, but I still, get, I still get in shit. Really? I, I still I get in shit every once in a while. But people that are important or not? Well, because people assume stuff I say is about them. Ah, if the shoe fits where, huh? Yeah. That's the problem from when the last time I was on. The, the, the what was the feedback for you? Phenomenal. But really? the thing is, is that everybody thought. You were talking about them? What we were talking about was them. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you know you have too many women. That's when you know <laughs> you're dating too many women, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. So actually, the reason why I wanted this pod, because this was perfect. Three single men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, That's is, why. This is dangerous. And these are, and you guys are normal, depending on the standards, right? <laughs> because if I would have brought Sahar in this one. Oh, wow, he's looking at Sahar's empty chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. oh, I'm talking about He's single Sahar. as well. But he, they're single and they're single as fuck. Yeah, he's okay. extremist a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's. Yeah, but he's going through something. It's been, a, it's, I think, for a it's while. It's been some time. Yeah. But uh, no, what was interesting because, well, the only difference between us three is we both have kids, mm -hmm. right? And then there's another layer. I don't want to have kids anymore. You're still I'm semi. I'm pretty much done with But kids, it's still an option in yeah, your case. Like the older I get, it's like it gets more yeah. and more. No, no, no. You're, right? you're a couple of years older than the same, right? No, actually, I'm, yeah, I'm older than him. His kids are older than me. That's what I thought you were saying. So, well, yeah. You're 77. I'm 44, 78. Oh, 78. 78, I'm 79. Okay. Yeah, just oh, yeah. a bit. Uh, you started all. later. I started young, 28. And yeah, 30. but that's the thing. We, uh, we, like, I'm at a point. Uh, it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, this week, another, another single guy. Anyway, we, we, we ask each other, you know, are you seeing anybody or talking to anybody? And there's always a few, you know, that you talk to, you message, whatever. And um, I came to a realization, and that's how I was talking to him, is that right now, out of the things that are that I can offer a girl to date, let's say to be some serious, because, you know, yeah, it's cuffing season like we spoke about yes. uh, last part. Uh, the only thing that I could offer a girl and uh, we're talking obviously nothing material, like yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. Sit, like supper is going out. The only thing that I can offer, I think, to a girl, I hope, uh, is, is time. Right, my currency right now is time. But I'm so busy, and unlike Sin, my kids are eight and ten, so my kids are still. And Anthony, you know this with soccer. I don't get paid to do what you do. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm on the field. Yeah, not as much. But I'm coaching too. Yeah, you're coaching basketball. basketball exactly. Coaching basketball now. So oh. high school, I saw your son. He's uh, he looks he's good. good. Yeah, he looks good. good. What, what school is that? Letang. Letang, yeah. And he's, he's, just, he's good. You volunteered to. Uh... No, I was pissed at the system. Mm. Okay. But I played basketball. Basketball is my first sport. Okay. I, I played college in uh, high school, high school, college, and university. Oh yeah. Double A. Yeah. Where? I played at Momo. Okay. I played. Uh, well, I didn't play at Dawson. Then I played at uh, UCAB. Oh yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not something to. I didn't know Sin can jump. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah, shoot. Sin can yeah. shoot and for pass. Sure. But okay, but no, I get I get the part where. Especially where they're at now. Yeah, well, like like I, like I was saying, I, so I have practice Tuesday, Wednesday, like my son Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and I go with, even if I don't have them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're coaching. Well, yeah, I kind of got thrust into it, but I'm there anyway. That's the way I look at it. And you know what? Even if I wasn't coaching, I'd still go. I'd still even practices. Yeah, you know what? I what else am I gonna do? Stay home? Are you still playing or ice hockey, ball hockey, ice soccer? hockey Sundays? Uh, I try and do yoga twice a week. I still I still try and stay active, but that's the thing with coaching all the time. 
if I don't find the time the time to do my stuff in the day or you know take a, an hour lunch and go do yoga, I don't have. I simply don't have the time for myself. Mm-hmm. So if I don't have the time for myself, how am I gonna have time for somebody to date? So I could offer quality time. But that's that's what I've always said to women is that like materialistic things I I can't really offer any of that. But my time is so precious. I'm not saying my time's worth more than but anybody else. But you're ultra busy, you. But that's, that's why I brought saying. it up because I know that Anthony, we've known each other for a yeah. while. I mean, no, no, uh, but this this has been an issue in your see, dating life. It has been, but the time. the time that I am available, this is how I see this. I'm available one day a week, and I decide that this one night I want to be with you. That's worth more than a, a man that's wait, but this, but wait, wait. I don't know many people, regardless men or women, that would be okay happy with, with one day a week. Sorry, yeah, I understand. Yeah, one day. You have to understand, especially in your case. I'm just you trying to sell myself. To, I'm trying. No, to sell I know. Myself. I get that. And you don't need to, Anthony. You no, that's to. it. You're, you're a catch. I said it before, but the thing is, your your limitation of time is your biggest obstacle. We had this on the other pod, right? But, but um, I taken I took a new position in the club. Mm-hmm. And my schedule is a lot better now. Yeah, congrats! Uh, I actually now you have, give a day and a half. No, we actually, <laughs> we actually two hours. We restructured where we work five days and we actually have two days off. Well, that's good. So I have um, I have um, Wednesday and Sunday off. Oh, okay, the whole yeah. day. The whole day. There's always a call or two that comes in an email. But yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. home. Like, but yeah, Sundays yeah. is my day now. Where so, so do you see a difference in your dating activities? No. Because I don't know what to do when I'm off. Yeah, there's boredom that, that creeps in too. Yeah, like, like you guys have I, time to be bored. I can't. Yeah, but so when you're when you're not doing something, you're probably spending time with your kids, right? Oh, but so, I have the kids one week at it too. Okay, so that's the only week I actually don't need to overthink anything because I'm always, regardless, as simple as cooking, watching a movie, a TV show, or just sitting and talking about life. With my kids, I'm always. It's like having you know people. You live with somebody, regardless. Yeah. You've lived with somebody before. Mm-hmm. You, of course. And mm-hmm. same thing. Like, you can't really be bored. You can be, like, not interested in that sense, but bored is a really big word. No. Now, the week I don't have the kids, I'm doing a million projects. I'm keeping busy. And regardless what it is, DJing, podcasting, going out to restaurants, and stuff like that. So, I cannot find time to be bored. Now, this was brought up to me this week, actually, that I'm too busy. Yeah, I get that all the time. But it's funny because I say I am too busy because I'm keeping busy. But if I have somebody in my life, they'll they'll go up in the chain of priorities. 100%. Right? Especially 100%. the week I don't have the kids, I can see you six days a week if I want to. Mm. Right? I have soccer on Wednesdays, basketball on Sundays. Those are like two-hour windows that are closed. Yeah. The rest of the time, I can go and do lunch with you at work. I have a very flexible schedule in that sense too. So it's not an issue. But the reason why I'm keeping busy is because until I meet somebody, I'm not going to stay home and roll my... No. I have one life to live. Let me enjoy it. No, but I, I don't I do not do that either. I don't just stay home. Like, okay, today I came here. You, we're doing two podcasts today. It's because I had nothing planned. There was no sports on the menu. I was I was hurt from this week, so I didn't really want to go out and start mm-hmm. doing anything. So keep busy, keep busy. And like you said, when you do have the kids, you don't have time off, right? If it's not homework, it's this, it's that. There's always something to do. And aside from the fact that I coach, and my daughter also plays hockey, and I'm involved with that as well. Like Anthony said, I find that my time is valuable. So my currency, in my opinion, is valuable. But it's hard to meet somebody that sees that. Because a lot of people out there, I don't know if this is your experience, Anthony, they value 
quantity over quantity, hundred percent uh, quality, hundred percent. And you know what? If I can meet somebody that is excited to see me that once, twice a week, or even three times, because there's times when I can see you three times a week, I'm not going to say both weeks. Well, because you're doing bad mathematics. Because one no. week technically you're with the but kids. But I also have a very flexible set of schedule. Uh, I could do lunch. I work for myself, so I could do okay, lunch yeah. with somebody. You know, like okay, I, I yeah, have yeah, girlfriends. I don't. Are you want to do a yoga session in the day or in the morning? Even when I have the kids, I, I'm very flexible. I could take an afternoon off if uh, work is, you know, if everything's under control. But it's different. Or even on weekends, one of the weekends I don't have the kids. Even if I'm there Saturday morning at eight o'clock running a practice, in the afternoon it's wide open. So if you want to go for a hike, if you want to do something, I, I can offer that. But would you guys that. be okay if somebody would like the opposite? Let's just say you meet a girl that has your crazy schedule that you used to have before. Mm. Would you be okay with that? I, I understand it. No, understanding is one thing, especially if you want to build from it. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, I have no problem with that. Like the couple of first months and stuff, you know, we're trying to find time and build from there. But once it's built, right, you have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's hard to build a family With that type of schedule. 100%. Right. right. So you're going to have kids. So she's going to say, I'm going to have kids with this guy and he's going to be there once a week. My argument was always, and I, I'm not sure if I was making the argument to kind of just uh, mask the fact that I wasn't around, was that if my job wasn't soccer and I didn't work at night and weekends as a married man or as a, as a companion, I would be Monday nights playing ball hockey. Tuesday nights playing yeah. Total Campo. But that's keeping busy. You'd be yeah, my, you'd be my brother. Just to say, right? Because that's what my brother does, Your right? brother's single? My brother does what Anthony does pretty much. He's a director yeah, of a yeah, club. Yeah. No, he's not single. He's married with kids, but he still finds the time to do his ball hockey. He does. Soccer. He does. He I, does. And it, dry, it sometimes drives my system all crazy. But, you know, and you could go back feel, to the cop out saying, well, she like kind of knew. Away. No, not even. It's because, and we've had discuss, discussions with, with my brother with him because, you know, sometimes you have to tell him, well, the optics look bad, dude. Like you're never no, but home. you have to find a, a yeah he, he's found the balance but the thing is is that his job is such it's so high high strung it's a really like what these guys do is not easy yeah, yeah i get that a lot of people that so he needs his outlet and he's always needed his outlet so it's nothing new but can it be his wife or a part of it i'm not saying the full outlet is his wife but i think he's in the same boat as me is where they do they go on their dates they go on their their mm-hmm. their, their, their their childless outings whatever so at least that he he makes that effort because there's guys that don't even make it no, no that's no, exactly it sure. that's know, true. so he makes an effort to keep her happy and to do things with her you know sometimes like everybody else you know you get caught up in life and you kind of you know like from my experience with with my relationships my serious relationships is when you start putting girls or your significant other even if it's a guy that's a You, you know, you, a girl in a girl situation, if you start putting them on the back burner and not giving them a little bit of consideration and attention, shit typically starts hitting the fan. Yeah. So as no, long as sure. you're conscious of what you're, what you have to offer and, and keeping the person in the loop, you know, like I was the type of person where I wouldn't call my wife, my ex-wife every day at work or she wouldn't call me. We'd go days when she but wouldn't speak in the day. But you guys live together. But we live together. Yeah. Okay, but, that's oh no, I know. But there's some couples that they fucking talk to each other all the time. They're messaging back and forth. So yeah. it's it, whatever oh, whatever high, works for them. Day, I get that. No, there's like some, a stress. There's some girls that you know are clingy. You're, you're some you guys that are dates clingy, with or you're dating, and you could speak to them in the morning, and then I finish work at nine. All right, perfect, no problem. Come by nine thirty. We'll make dinner. Cool. Other girls, how come you didn't message me when you woke up? Yeah. How come you didn't message me on lunch? How come you didn't message me when you finish work? So. It depends, and you gotta vibe with that situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but again, you have to find what you like too. Keep yeah. in mind, me, I don't mind. Me, it's very simple. When I have busy days, I wake up in the morning, I have coffee, I'll text good morning, leave it at that. Now I'll respond when I have time, right? And you have to be considerate in the sense that you know you don't know how I'm going through my day. 
Then if I have a minute, I'll see the messages and I'll just, how was your day? Simple as that. It doesn't need to have a phone call, long conversation. It's just, it makes them happy in the sense that, oh, they're like, oh, you thought of me. He's just wondering. Now you don't need to have a whole debate, a conversation no. about what did you eat, who did you see, blah, blah, blah. Now, there's a difference between you working, right? It's your job, it's paying your bills and stuff like that. And then in your case, in your brother's one, you were saying he's doing sports, it's for his outlet, right? But you have to have a list of priorities here. Yeah, absolutely. And this is where it becomes delicate. And when you, now it's his wife with two kids, it's different. They know each other. Mm -hmm. But when you start dating, right? Yes. Especially in my case. Now I'm super busy. November, December, I was overbooked with the DJing and everything, the podcast on Sundays. But I did it and I'm coaching. I'm coaching Tuesdays, Fridays, plus the games during the week. That changes every week what date it is. So it's not... It's Sometimes it's the same day of the practice. Sometimes it's the, during the week. Now I'm moving in two weeks. The 17th, 18th, I have a basketball tournament for my son at Mamasi. I'm moving the same day and I'm receiving all my electros delivered i don't know how i'm going to be in three places at the same time but it is what it is right it's yeah, organization you make, you make do that's that's what i'm saying now when you meet these new people it's like you could be the best dancer in the world but you have to find your partner right yeah. you can know all the moves all the swag all you want but if they don't dance the same way as you not the same rhythm as you it's useless now it could be easy a text if you really like her it's not going to change no, anything no, for sure do, right for sure now, the lack of time, because I feel like a lot of people, especially at our age now, late 30s, 40s, you want quality. Mm -hmm. But defining quality is the key here. Yes. Right? Because if I'm going to go and do yoga, that means I'm not spending time talking to you. I'm spending time stretching and you're next to me. It's like going to the movies. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I hate going date. on dates to you're the movies because I'm not, not speaking. I'm not speaking to you. I'm watching to the screen. You're just next to me. Could be you or nobody who won't change fuck all in my life. Well, that's why it's always dinner and a movie. Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. Conversation, a walk, whatever it is, right? I'm pretty much sure a lot of women would prefer a walk than going to the movies yeah, type absolutely. of thing, right? Because they have that intimate quality. I'm getting information. I'm getting a good time. You know you know what I mean? No, I think a movie is like really a date when you're actually, you're together and yeah, yeah, something to do just to do it. Just, exactly. But based on what you said about your brother, about his outlet, right? I was almost the opposite in my relationships where I know that I wasn't home or I wasn't around so that I wouldn't take that opportunity to go and play soccer or play hockey or uh, go out with my friends because yeah. I wanted to make sure I was there. And that's not healthy No, either. it's not. It's, it's very, very... It, uh, it's not healthy for balance. both. Yeah. But in your case, you didn't have a lot of time. No. So again, it, it's really, it's not rare, but it's at one point you have to pick and choose. Because we had this on the other part. I told you, you can't continue like this eternally because you're never going to be able to build properly. There's going to be this resentment going on and them not feeling as a priority in your life. As much as it's your job, some jobs kill relationships. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know not what I mean? Some, not some jobs, a lot of jobs. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Us, we're a bit luckier where we have a flexible schedule. But me, tomorrow, a girl that I really like tells me, okay, let's go for supper this week. I will. As much as my week could be booked, I can move things around mm -hmm. because they're not my priority. Once you go up in my priority list, except my kids... And my family, the rest is, you know, yeah, flexible. But that's how flexible. it should be, right? Because yeah. if you don't start off with that idea in mind where you're going to prioritize to make time. Because I don't believe in the old saying, oh, you have to make the time. It's, you don't make time. You can't make time. You could find 
You could move mm. things. You could prioritize that, that. Absolutely. But to make time, no, you only have so much time to do There's what you need to do. only 24 hours in a day. Exactly. But obviously, when you're at a point where you're, you're, you you like somebody and you want to be with them, then you do have to, you know, you have to reciprocate the time that they're going to give you. And like you said, you have to find that dance partner, which I find today. the. But it has to be interesting from Anthony's point of view because he doesn't have a lot of time. So it takes you a lot longer to determine if you're wasting your time or not. That's it. But the problem is now is that when you do find the girl that you, you like and you say, okay, I, I saw her Sunday. Sunday's my day off. Now I got to wait till Wednesday to see her again. And then you, you're kind of there's excited. There's an anticipation. Yeah, there's an anticipation so to you it. You try to it? fill something in where you say, okay, well, Thursday I finish at 8. I can meet you at 8.30. Oh, but Thursday I've already. So now you're playing that game where she will be, well, I can't wait for your nights off. I can't live around your schedule. Mm-hmm. It's always around your schedule, and that's where it kind of creates something. And then, okay, I don't want to wait for Wednesdays and Sundays. I want to see you on a Tuesday. So that's where... Yeah, but that's... Well, I got that the conversation last week. There was an event on a Wednesday, and they're like, oh, you coach. Uh, No, I think it was on a Tuesday, sorry. And they were like, oh, I was coaching, so I couldn't go. They're like, oh, you're coaching, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, okay, now this is my kids. You can't touch. But now if it comes to work and everything and people are going around, rotating around your schedule, you can't be spontaneous. You can't live the no, moment. It hamstrings you. It gives you a bit of a disadvantage. And that's sure. what I get a lot. Yeah, that, that I don't understandable. have that, that spontaneity. That, that, but it uh, is understandable. People, especially older, and this is where I want to go into, how young would you be able, because the reason why I'm actually intrigued, and we had this already before, but I want to go into the details. How young could you go? Italy's too young. Okay, no, no, I got that. I remember but, now. Yeah, okay, it took you time. I remember now. But I want to know what's too young. You're 39 now. I'm going to be 40 in July, so I'm still uh, I'm still yep. in the 39 club. I so what is hit. too young? I have a follow-up question uh, for Anthony with age after. Okay, yeah. perfect. Uh, what is too young? <laughs> but that's it, because you said Italy is too young. Yes. Okay. So Just because, look. And, is it and, attitude or age, number? No, it's 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 honestly, when you, you go out on a date with somebody, I have never been... I think I have been on dates with girls that young. We won't mention any, uh, yeah, any yeah, ages. Sure. But um, no names. when you... When no you, age. No, no names. No names. No names, no age. No names, no age. When you date a woman that's a little bit older, maybe 34, 35, 36, the conversation can go in so many different directions because of the experience, the life experience she might have. She She's in almost the same generation as you, so you understand certain things. So... I go on a date with with somebody, and I'll use this as an example where you know um, the girls say, "Well, I don't know anything about wines. You choose." And then I I have a little bit of understanding because I worked in the restaurant business, and you know you start speaking about wines, and and the woman across from you is like, "Wow, you know that's interesting because she's cultured a little bit." Because, mm-hmm. and then you go out with the girl who's twenty five, and she just wants her vodka soda. And like, she's yeah. asking you, where's your pouch? Like, where's your it's, Gucci it's pouch? It's funny though, because a lot of the 35, 36 year old women that I meet, as much as what you're saying is that, they're, yeah, they are a bit more experienced in terms of maybe life experience, but a lot of the 25, 26, 27, those are the ones that you see on their Instagram that have traveled and have been a lot, they're more, I think, well-traveled than these 35 and 36 year olds that are just coming out of a separation, a divorce with kids, without kids, just older. So I'm not. I don't necessarily think that's always true. I think I think, and at the end of the day, and maybe I'm saying this because I'm biased because I am old. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, I think age is just a number. I mean, I've met some 27, 28 year olds that were single moms. and. But so what's hot, What's too young for you? No, we're talking about, we're talking about. No, no, I'm now. asking you because you're saying if age is only a number. No, I think age is only a number. So I, let I me put he, you in, let me put you in a seat and in a, in, a, in a scenario. You meet this girl, mm-hmm. bar, restaurant, whatever it is. Yeah. Beautiful girl. She looks 28, 29. Mm-hmm. Conversation goes very nice. Beautiful girl. Then you find out she's 21. Okay. Is that going to be a factor? If the vibe was good, the energy was if the, good. Honestly, if the, uh, and again, it hasn't happened. If the vibe is good and there's a connection there, and you know what? If she's an old soul, that, an old soul at 21, where yeah, she, yeah. she has the same values as I have. For me, the only obstacle would be, and I'll be quite frank, is at 21, she's probably going to want another kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that, that, that again, you can have 35 right? year olds. So for me, for me personally, like we're talking yeah, about it, that's something I'm not interested, right? No, no, I get that. But you can find a 33-year-old that wants kids too. Yeah, no, no. I know. But if she's 21 and she's okay with not having kids, yes. let's say. She can't have interested. kids. Whatever. She's not interested in having kids. Then I don't think it would be an issue. If if we connect, I don't think the age is, is an issue. No, no, no. But that's why I'm wondering. because yeah. I don't was... think I would. If I meet somebody that young, that'd be interested in me. We never know. I just don't think, you know, I don't think age is a number. And it's it's not like... It's not like I'm a millionaire, right? It's not like uh, I have yachts and this and that that you could consider as a girl. You're not a sugar daddy? Yeah. So she can't, she can't, you know, she wouldn't be considered a gold digger or or me a sugar daddy because it's, it's not my reality. So it's that important what people think? No, not even. It's just, it's, it's, it's really a question of, of connecting with somebody, whether they're that, whatever age, obviously legal age. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 21. I think I have connected with some younger girls in the past, um, maybe early 20s. And I think just based on like society and what people would say, I probably passed on potentially good relationships with good people. No, I wouldn't give a flying fuck. The thing is, is that I look at it that I look at it where I'm, you know, decent person, never broke a law in my life. I'm worried about going on a date with a 25 year old where all the mobsters in St. Leon are 55 and dating 20 year olds. On the side. They're allowed to do it, but. (laughs) I like tread no, light. Well, but that's everybody, their second girlfriends. That's not their main one. Everybody get divorced. Everybody, and, and again, no names. Everybody has like every, for me. Everybody has their own moral compass, you know. And I and I know Anthony. It's a while. I know. I know he's a good guy. I consider myself a good guy. Sin. I have my moments. Yeah, have your moments. <laughs> so I mean, everybody has their moral compass. But I, I, you can't worry about like worry about your happiness first. And mm-hmm. if dating a twenty-five-year-old that can make you happy and that you can have a family with that, first of all, if it's this twenty-one-year-old or twenty-two-year-old. 25-year-old is okay with your, not lifestyle, but your job and the, the, the time that you could give them, then why would you want to pass on that Actually, just because of Actually, in his case, it would work a lot more. Of course. Because they're going through, you know, whatever, building their yeah, career. Yeah, they just absolutely. finished school and stuff like that, right? So his lifestyle would be actually, in a, and he looks young, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the visuals won't be shocking, except if she looks like a child there. Yeah, no, no, for no, sure. A lot but... of the girls, the young girls look older. That's it. Today, so that's like, what I mean. I always get like 27, 28 mm-hmm. when I when I speak to people, so it kind of like works out visually. Fuck but you, 27, 28. My <laughs> my fear, my fear, to be honest, is that the uh, my fear is that if you meet a younger girl and everything clicks, goes well, she's twenty four. Mm-hmm. You're two years in. Now I'm forty one at this point. Yeah, and she's like, well, you know, I've, we've been dating for two years. I'm only twenty six. I haven't really yeah, seen you can't, things. You can't look at things that way, dude. Listen, that's, I, that's been I, a fear for my, a while. My ex, my ex-wife was seven, almost eight years younger than me, seven years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So when we got married, if I would say that wasn't in the back of my mind, I'd be lying because when we met, she was twenty-one. She got married at twenty. 
I was 32. She was 24. She was young. She hadn't experienced a lot of stuff. It was in the back of my mind, yeah. We ended up getting separated for other reasons. Now, did she want to live life? I don't think so, but it's not something that should, like, it's not life ending. Like, if she leaves you, she leaves you. You're you're still young. You know, maybe it's a double standard because it's different for a guy than it is for a girl. But for sure, like, if I was in your situation where I didn't have kids and I love my kids, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't change my life for anybody's. But if I was your age, I would have absolute, and I have no children, single, I would have oh, yeah. no, oh, yeah, no definitely. qualms of, of dating somebody that's 21. Me, it would be a question of personality and energy. Yeah, I don't care about your if age. You, if, you, your... if you connect and you vibe with somebody, and even, and that goes to show, like, and at first, remember, I think one of my first podcasts, Sin asked me if my, Dating apps, which by the way I'm off. Yeah. Because as of the 20th, my subscription uh, expires expired, so I'm off. Yeah, the premium package. Yeah, I got the free stuff. The yeah, free it expired. Stuff. Expired. So now uh, actually expired, but I think it's it's like, I remember I told you it's such a business because then I got an email because you get an email when you get a match and oh you got an email you match with somebody so you I go check, check that match out. and it's this real estate agent that I'll show you after and it's like fuck man this it can't be real you know or whatever it could be they're luring him back in they're luring me back <laughs> in they're trying to fish me back in so when, so what's the, just so, when I thought so, it was out so you're on dating apps I'm not. You were. I've, I've had. I've been in the past. What was your age? Yeah, that's that, that's Research. what I was getting to exactly on the dating app. Oh yeah, why are you looking at me with a smile? <laughs> he has a smirk because on that. there's 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 dating apps and then there's I'm on the app. Like, are you? Yeah, looking? but in your settings, in your settings, no, in your settings. I know, settings. I know. You want to have fun. so we you all, can have. Are, you like so to look wait, at the twenty-one so year old uh, so, you so, can. So and, no, uh, but so that means you can have fun with a twenty-one year old, but mm-hmm. you cannot wife her. I get. I think so. I think I would. I. I put the bar from the lowest it could go into the highest. No, no, I'd stop. Well, how how what's high do you go? What's your highest? Because look, I honestly, honestly, I'm not. There's I'm no not, wrong answer, Anthony. Don't. Uh, I've never dated. This is I, a non-judging. Environment. I've never dated somebody older than me. Really? Yeah, like older, a few months. I dated a girl my age. Yeah, but like uh, five years older. No. Never dated. I've I've been out with girls that are older, me 45, 46, 47. That's what you call going out. You, you banged. Yes. But just keep it raw. <laughs> I don't. I. I don't. I prefer. I prefer. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm in between right now because it's like you. You go out with a younger girl, and it's like okay, we're gonna go for dinner. The next thing you know, we're at four bars in. It's five a.m. I gotta be at the field at nine. Yeah. No. I, I wake up. I have no idea where I am. I can't find my car. And then on the other side of it, it's like. You're, 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 that's what you're asking for and then you can't keep up. And then on the other side of it, it's like you're bored to death because maybe this girl has done everything already and she just wants to kind of like stay home and watch a movie. Being her PGs at uh, 11 o'clock. So like I'm in between that. I'm in between wanting to find that wife material mm. where she wants to be home. Yeah, but see, that's the thing because he's looking for, he hasn't done the whole wife No, but that's why he's not so going to go with the older person for most if he wants kids. He's yeah, not going to go older than him. Yeah. No but sense. I'm at a point where I don't think Marriage is is my next. You don't point. think it's? In Do the you want kids? No, that's the thing. I, I I I'm not saying that I need a child. I'm not saying you need. I'm saying if you would have the option, mm-hmm. it's not a necessary. I'm not saying you're gonna kill yourself because mm-hmm. you can't have kids, but if you have the option, you meet somebody, twenties, thirties, and they want kids. You can give her kids. So, prior to my trip to Toronto last month, yes. <laughs> prior. So fuck and, happened and, in and, Toronto. And, and I'll what tell you. And I'll too? tell you this. So I went, I went to Toronto for Thanksgiving and I hadn't been in a couple of years uh, prior to COVID and everything. You have family there or something? Yeah, my mom's, okay. my mom's brother lives in Toronto. He's been in Toronto for 40 years, 50 years. And uh, my cousins are your age. Yeah. They're, they're 75, 74s. And um, everybody here that I see, 
I hang out the bars, cafes, you know, don't get married, don't have kids. But these are all like bar guys from the East End. Mm. That are all married. All married with kids. With kids. <laughs> yeah. So I, was, I, I would tell you the opposite. I was always yeah, like, definitely. no, no, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. So then I go to Toronto, um, go visit some friends. And I spend the weekend at my cousin's house. And she's uh, divorced with three kids. And one night the kids were with her ex-husband, had the house all to ourselves. And like, I haven't hung out with my cousin in so long. We just, we spoke about everything. How old is she? She's a 74, I think. Okay. okay. So she tells me her kids are 14, 13, 12. Oh, they're still young. Yeah. So she mm. tells me, and this is a woman now that I grew up like mm. idolizing, you know, that I mean, maybe my big cousin, she said, don't ever get married. Don't ever have kids. If I can I find go- that selfish to and, say. And, and if she goes, if I can go back, I would be backpacking in Europe if I were you. And I was like, whoa. So I've heard this before from bar guys in the East End, and now yeah. I'm hearing it from a woman. Yeah, yeah, but, but I think but that's case by case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. But I, th- I, find I it think selfish, it all de- it all depends on what like <coughs> we, we joked around about you know young girls these days being well traveled blah, blah blah. But I think it all depends on your life experience. Now, if she got married and or she had a serious because a lot of people have serious relationships after serious relationships, so they don't get a chance to live. I think you and I, and even Sin to a certain point, well, Sin got married also a little bit younger than I did, I think, 28. right? 28. Well, I never got married, but I had well, my child I mean. at 28 and 30. Mm-hmm. So, like, you and I, we can, let's, let's, not, let's not hide the fact that we've, we've enjoyed life. Mm-hmm. Listen, you live in Toronto, like, you, the bars, the restaurants. We did, we, did, we did that life that, well, he's enjoying it now. But I enjoy Anthony, it all the time. Anthony, <laughs> like, Anthony and I, we can't say that we didn't live, like, we didn't have fun when we were younger. So, yeah. for me, that's why I would say the complete opposite. So, maybe in this case, and I don't know, I don't know your cousin, you do, maybe she feels that resentment that she didn't get a chance to exactly. live. Exactly. That's that what youth, it feels like she's in a youth, bad place. Her youth, and maybe that was a bad separation. Like, you know, I mean, there's no, there's no real good, like, any good separations, but like, Sid and I were lucky enough to, to have a good separation. We, you know, we get along with our exes. And, we do what we need to. You can't forget one thing. So when I had my daughter, I was 28. The mother of my kids was 23. Ooh, okay. She was right? So she was young. She had 23 and 25. Popped two kids out. Mm-hmm. Right? We traveled a little bit before. But then it didn't stop her to travel afterwards. Or wow. You know what I mean? Like the traveling part, I find it very bizarre. Because you can travel with your boyfriend or you can travel with your girlfriends. Regardless if you're in a relationship yeah. or not. If it's a need and something you lack of. Anybody that is but, in your corner should have your back. Just to clarify, when I say well-traveled, it doesn't necessarily literally mean well-traveled. It means just like, well, like life experience. Yeah, like but, that's what but life experience is very relative to the person. Yeah. Some people don't enjoy traveling. They enjoy you know, discovering yeah. new restaurants or just walking yeah. in the woods, right? All these things, especially if it's with somebody you enjoy and love, regardless if you like it or not, you will gravitate to it to want to make her happy. It's like this girl I used to date where she doesn't know nothing about soccer. Every Saturday or Sunday morning when City was playing, she would let me go into the, the, the living room. She'll come next to me and she'll just lay next to me and just ask here and there some questions. Who is this player? Are you guys winning? What's your team? And then she, because she really liked me, she did their research. And then next day she's like, oh, I saw you guys are playing Wednesday and stuff like that, right? Because she's trying to understand me and get what I like. But that's this, cool. That's cool. That's, but that's really what I'm cool. But that's how our relationship should be. Mm-hmm. And I would do the same thing for her, Right. So if she had an interest of whatever it is, arts, books, painting, whatever, I'm like, okay, I don't know much about it. Let me educate because I want to make her happy. I want yeah, her but to- It's fun. It's fun but to exactly. be evolving and learning yeah, all the sure. time as well, right? But that's what I'm saying. So even if you meet her like, oh, she didn't have enough life experience, she can still experience it with you. There's nothing that yeah, stops no. you. No, I know. But to enjoy and travel. And us, we have this luxury now where especially me now, my kids are older. So if I want to leave and travel- with friends or with her 
or road trips or whatever she likes, whatever it is, try these new restaurants or cooking classes or whatever, dancing classes, whatever you want, I can. You yeah, know what I mean? We have like, half of the time to do so. Exactly. It's nothing really, I don't believe, except time, having time. That's the only obstacle that is non-negotiable. I don't know anybody. If I would meet somebody with your type of schedule, I would just be fucking her. I wouldn't want to date her seriously because I would never be able to build a solid foundation by the, you know, it, took, it would take me 10 years, right? If I'm seeing you once, one week I have the kids, I'm already busy. The other week I see you once a week. That's... So when you have, and I'm going to ask you guys that question, sorry to interrupt. When you guys have your kids, yes. do you bring... No. Never. No. But it's not never. It's not a question of never. I've never well, done, I've done it once. I haven't gotten to that point. Well, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm so I'm lying. I had, uh, I was dating somebody last year. We were skiing and we went skiing together with the kids. But was she introduced as your girlfriend or no. as a friend? No, it was just a friend. A friend. It was a friend. Okay. No, friends, yes. My kid, I'm a sociable person. I'm always surrounded by people. Yeah. So they saw guys and girls as friends. Now, a girl that I dated, that's actually not true. I never introduced anybody to my kids as my as girlfriend. As girlfriend, Never, 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 never. Now, the only reason is because I didn't go through the motions long enough yes. to actually to get to that level. If I think about my ex, she's been in a relationship now for over eight years, and he was introduced after three years. Hmm. Three years. He, w- he was introduced maybe a year in as a friend, and then from there, she inter- now they're living together. And the kids are okay with it. Like I said, the only thing is I don't want to... Intru- Keep in mind, I'm going to ask you to... Actually, a question. How many people did you introduce to your girl or to your mother? Mm, say maybe a handful. A handful. Yeah. About the same. Every every serious girlfriend that I had, whether and it, it where I thought it was serious, and then it wasn't necessarily in terms of uh, in terms of uh, of length of relationship. You know, mm-hmm. whenever I thought I was serious about something that I liked them, I would bring them home. So I that's remember, the and my, and my mom is a very She's a very friendly person, and it's not mm-hmm. like she would get disappointed if it didn't work out, you know. Because oh, um, me, it's it more for me. Young. But that's the vector that I use for my kids. The okay. same thing as my parents. My parents met two women in my life, and those two I took very seriously. One is the mother of my kids, and the other one was uh, Voldemort. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, the name that you should not mention. <clears throat> okay. But my point is because my kids, but I will introduce her to my kids as friend, though, because for me it's important for them to actually get a feel. And see the person because that could be a factor in my case, for whatever reason. Let's just say it never happened, even with friends and you know strangers that my kids didn't like somebody, for example. Mm. But you know, I just want to see how it goes. Another older my kids too. You have full conversations. They're not naive. They can talk about anything, history, politics, whatever, in that sense, and not look stupid. So I'm not worried about that part. But. To answer your question, the week I have the kids, the reason why I focus on them is because I feel I don't spend enough time with them, strangely enough. No, but we we don't. Like my biggest yeah. my biggest regret, and I don't know if you feel the same way. Not it's not even a regret. It, it, it's we're separate, we're separated. But the thing that bothers me the most about being separated is not being able to see my kids every day and not be able to wake up my kids and tuck them in every day. I know it's something stupid, and maybe it's because they're they they're are young. Younger, they're still, eight yeah. and ten. Maybe when they're teenagers, I'll feel differently because they probably won't want to do anything with me. Although we are we are fairly close, like you, like you yeah, guys yeah. are, you know, we, we like our kids have yeah. met and then they hit it off because they're very. I guess they have very similar values, and yeah, that's that's one of the things that, that I find shitty is that I don't get to go. To, and don't get me wrong, listen, uh, well, sometimes I'm tired and I don't have the kids and I just want to stay home and 
watch TV or just go out to the bar. You know, like we grew up in a, in a bar culture, Anthony and I, and you know, we used to pull shifts at a bar sometimes, like the furniture, be there eight, nine hours a fucking day playing cards, doing this, doing that. And I don't do that anymore. But if I want to go to have a coffee at Milano's and stay there for an extra half an hour, hour, because I don't have to be worried. Uh, my, my, my wife is going to say something. My kids, this, that. I do it now. So I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't Guilt I don't, free. I, I, yeah, exactly. So it's not all bad. But, you know, not waking up with your kids, it's kind of it's kind of shitty because, you know, when you get married and you have children, you don't think of that. You don't think like, well, one day I'm going to get divorced and it's going to be like that. We're lucky we have technology too. I FaceTime my kids oh, yeah, regularly. Absolutely, joke absolutely. around. I text, but I don't want to bother them neither. I need them to live... Yeah. Their experience is differently too. Well, like the week, the week that you're with your kids, right? They're at school eight hours a day. Yes. So then you pick them up from school. I drop them and pick them up every week, every day, every time that the week every that you're day. with them. So that that's already good. Like I mean, you're in the morning and in the afternoon. Then that night or that evening, I'm sure. Like you're like you said, you're very social. You're very active. I'm sure when you have them, you probably have something planned almost every night. Well, uh, during the summer, yes. During the week. When they have school, they yeah, have yeah. homework, they're, they're tired. They're, they, even them, they don't feel like, they just want to relax. So what we do is every year, we have maybe one or two TV shows we watch together. Mm. So what's going to happen is we're going to go, they're going to go through the motions of doing their homework. If they need help, I'm there for them. Then we go and eat. We watch a TV show together or music videos or my son now, what's basketball highlights before it was soccer highlights when we talk and whatever. Then at 8.30, they go to bed. You go to bed at eight thirty, your kids. Eight thirty every night. We got to oh, we wow. got to set up a play date because my kids got a they need a bit of a reality. Eight thirty. That's early, man. Eight thirty. They're up at six. Yeah. Okay. Well, my son's up early, but they go to bed at nine thirty. I think it's too late. I think it's way that's too late. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eight thirty. And they go to bed on their own. You don't have to tell them, guys. It's bedtime. Eight thirty. I'm like, it's important for kids to get sleep and get rest. It's really yeah, yeah. Important. But then after that, do they fall asleep at eight thirty? No, but there's no phones, no TV, no nothing. Yeah. Like you're in your bed. After that, you can count the ceiling all you want. Eight thirty. They wake up the next day. Everybody now they rarely have breakfast. My kids, strangely enough, but they have lunch and supper. We always have supper together. Yes, that's all the time. No devices. Yeah, yeah, never, never, never. Like we'll watch that's maybe TV, it. a TV show together, whatever, and like we'll talk and you know laugh about it or discuss it. But we have we communicate, mm. right? That's important. And in the morning or at night when I pick them up, how was your day? How was your course? How was your exam? Like we have a resume. They even ask me how was your day. You know what I mean? And it's really strange because I always tell them, oh, great. Or I tell them, you know, it was long. I give them a little bit of info. Yeah, you don't want to bore them either, right? Exactly. But then, you know, oh, there's a new music, because we talk a lot about music, sports. So, oh, there's this new music song. Here, listen to it. What do you think? Oh, play this and this is So, there's always this back and forth. And during the week when they're with their mom, I'll text them here and there. So, how was your day? Or they'll text me. My son will send me a TikTok video about basketball. And I see him now. Now I see them a lot more because of, I'm coaching him mm -hmm. because the week that I didn't have them, if for the practices, we can't even go parents. Yeah, it's closed. Right? It's closed. So I wouldn't see them. I would only see them. I would always be at the game. Now that I'm coaching, I see my daughter and my son every week. That's twice. amazing though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must be a different, like say your kids are a little bit younger, right? So they're not there yet, but it must be really cool as a dad to see your kids, um, they're growing and they share similar interests like in music and fashion and in activities and sports. Yeah. So now you're speaking to your son about things. They're you my could, best friends. Yeah, yeah besides like I speaking fuck. to us about sports and I exactly. mean, are you not going to start speaking to your son about ladies yet? I guess it's too I'll never, I never will. Yeah, but that's something is, I will never That will. must be cool for a dad to go from where you are right now where yeah. obviously I see your, your daughter plays hockey, your son plays hockey, so you guys share that. 
but you're not at that point yet where no, you and, can start and having the them. conversation is I'm sure you're having this conversation but the quality the the the, the, the actually the thought the, the thought process and the and, way- and, and, and he, I'll, I'll 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 say it my my kids are bright kids I'm I'm blessed with bright kids that ask a lot of questions and they're they they're, they're thought provoking like they like they'll ask you how your day was, but they'll actually there's follow up questions. Oh yeah, how come? Like I'll say, oh, I'm mm. working here, and they uh, actually care. Yeah, they they they'll, they'll, they'll and my and they're good at asking questions. So I'm lucky in that sense. So and but I'm not nowhere. They're not teenagers. So part of me is like, can't wait. Like ten percent of me can't wait till they are teenagers, so we could have those types of discussions, which are a bit more you know like a bit in the, more in depth. But part of me is like, fuck, man, stop growing. Because it goes fast. Because once they cross that, yeah, once they're, once they're they can't once go back. Once they're teenagers, forget about it. But they're not going back. So those enjoy those moments. Yeah. Right? Because now they're teenager, I have these conversations, but I miss, well, but they still cuddle me. Like we always cuddle. Even mm-hmm. my daughter. My daughter's my height. Right? And when she comes to bed, she cuddles into my arms and lays with me. But she has a very different relationship with her mom. Her mom is like, she never touches me. Because she's my my son is very affectionate on both sides. Mm-hmm. He really loves his mom. My daughter loves her, her mom, but they don't have that type of relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she'll be sick. First thing she'll call me, she's like, oh, daddy, I'm sick, da, 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 da. I'm like, you want me to do you your special soup? She'll say yes, she'll say no, whatever it is. It is what it is. And I've developed this relationship since they are born. Okay, you have to work on it. I don't That's care what, what I'm anybody saying. says. You have to invest it's, a I've, lot of time, a lot of patience. You've known me long enough, Anthony, and you've seen my evolution with my kids. I was taking them at museums when they were eight and seven, mm-hmm. right? And I would provoke them to think not necessarily i'm not going to have a full-on conversation with the nuances of cubanism or anything like that (laughs) but i'll be like what do you see in that painting why do you think he picked red and not yellow or whatever it is Mm -hmm. regardless of their answer smart or dumb it makes them think oh but wait yeah that's true i never thought about it that way yeah i i see your kids as being very well versed very cultured they've seen a lot of things through you and their mom is like Uh, is she like you no she's not like me she's like thank you because you are this year i focused on co- concerts we did five concerts they've mm-hmm. never they've been to one concert before that it was sean mendez with their mom a couple of years back when they were super young but this year we went through so many shows That's and amazing. so many different types of shows french rap stroma uh, afrobeat uh folklore we do two shows we go to uh you know those cultural uh, events this mexican the thing we did yeah, yeah. festival and the thing is, I provoke them to think. I yeah. provoke them to have interest. Now, you could like it or not, at least try. Every weekend. Yeah, every kid's different. Every kid's dynamic is different. Like for me, like you said, like exactly, not to, you know, to repeat what he's saying, but what I think as a parent, I mean, the only thing, the only two things I want my kids to, to take from me and to, uh, that I want to teach, like not even teach them because they always develop their own thoughts, their own habits, but I want them to be able to ask questions because being thought provoking, and asking questions, it doesn't just come to uh, like cultural uh, ideas. It could be in being in situations where, you know, with friends, peer pressure as they're teenagers, as they're young adults, mm-hmm. where they'll say, well, wait a second, is this right? Should I be doing this? Should he be doing that? Should I be Should I be being treated this way? So the only two things that I want my kids to take away from, from me and spending the time, and, and I do a lot of stuff, and I, I mean, Sin is a great dad. You see it in a lot of stuff that he posts. You, 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 his kids are older, so he's been a dad longer than I am. So I do look up to him, uh, in, you know, in a certain way. And my kids, that's the thing, you know, thought provoking that they ask the questions that need to be asked and not afraid to ask the questions more importantly. And I want them to be the autonomous. Like I want my kids to be able to, you know, uh, 
no, I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm going to be able to do what I want to do. Because in today's generation with a lot of the kids, and again, it's not to knock any parents, not to criticize, not to judge. Couldn't care less about anybody else's kids, to be completely honest with you, except for the ones that I coach because they're they're cool. <laughs> but, you know, like you just want, like, I want them to, to be those kids that are special or I think special in a society where a lot of kids that they just end up having identity crises, they just follow the grain and they just do whatever it is that everybody else is doing. I mean, you go to a lot of Catholic and you see they only have the uniform. Everybody has the McCaz jacket with the leggings, the white Air Force ones. They, everybody Everyone's looks just the same. It's crazy. So you, 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 I don't want my kids, you know, they're going to have an identity crisis. Everybody goes through it when you, it's just part of developing. But I just want them to be able to be autonomous and say, you know what? Well, if I, I don't want my kid to say, oh my God, I'm 13 years old. I got to take the Metro to a game or I got to take the Metro from back from school. Or I don't want them to, to have a, that anxiety and that panic. I want them to be able to deal with whatever we throw at them, whatever the world's going to throw at them. Because mm-hmm. it's not always going to be, you know, roses. No, look, honestly, guys, li- listening to you guys and just knowing you guys, I, I think you guys are like super cool dads where like maybe in our generation, our fathers wouldn't have been as cool. But they didn't as, have the choice. Yeah, it was different. It's different. different. They, they they were literally. So if you look at generations and we always go through this as a crossroad in the sense that we can do what our parents did or we can do better or we can do worse. Not that your parents didn't do a fantastic no, no, job. No, but like my father was absent in most of my youth years. My parents never saw me play basketball or soccer my entire life until this day. And I've did high school, college, university level, never came. Their priorities were different, right? They had to put food on the table, you know, handle the shit. We were new immigrants. I'm, I'm a first generation immigrant here. So it's a different reality. Now, I have the luxury now that I have businesses that are thriving, you know, I have that flexibility and I enjoy a lot of different things because it's not everybody can take their par- their kids or whatever to a museum or to, you know, to theater or a comedy fest because if they're not interested in it, it's not good. They're not going to invent it in that sense. Now, I love many things. I love to be informed. And my biggest fear, I always told my kids, I want you to know a lot of little things than to know one thing very well. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want you to come in a room and look stupid and feel stupid. So yep. it's important to know a lot of different things, a lot of different point of views. And we are lucky here in Montreal, right? It's a melting pot. You cross the streets, you can meet 20 different cultures, yeah, right? Sure. And there's not there's not a point of being right or wrong or the best or not the best. If you come at it and saying, this is just different, and this is why it's different, and this is why they are how they are, and this is how you are, and then you pick and choose what you like, what you dislike, which, you know what I mean? There is logic. There's nothing insanely illogical in life i'm a man city fan i'll explain to you why you know what i mean it's like as basic as that i enjoy this because of that now they're going to be their own selves i'm just giving them the tools yeah right and they're going to probably go through their identity crisis and stuff like that but i can only give them the tools and show them by example how i am i cannot ask my kids to be calm if i'm always nervous right for sure so it's in that sense so i do the work on me while i'm enjoying them they see it and they can relate because he's like, yeah, he's human. He's always cool. He's always under control. Yeah, but it forces you, as it forces me anyway, like as a dad, because you are a role model to your kids, but it forces me to make myself better and to yes. you know, read up on stuff and to be more cultured and to, because I don't want to be that that person, that father, that, oh, daddy, what does this mean? You know, like they asked me, like, you know, they, like I remember three years before the pandemic, four years ago, we were what? My son was seven years old and he asked me how cell phones work. Mm-hmm. So I explained to him, I explained to him analog, digital, you know, satellites, yeah, they yeah. bounce off and and the kid got it. He understood. Like, 
So the fact that he's asking these types of questions, I have to be ready to answer almost everything. And I'm not, you know, I'm not a sham person. If I don't know it, but Google it together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Google it. That's a, the thing. It's a, the teaching, beauty it's a teaching moment. Exactly. I don't know something. Give me one sec. Let's figure it out. Because what I'm teaching them now is, if you don't know the information, go and get it. Yeah. If I know it, I know it. But nowadays, you you can't lie about anything, right? Even even if no, like <laughs> you a, get fact I'm sure, fact I'm sure, by your own kids. Exactly. Yeah, I'm course. sure maybe when they were a little younger, oh, you'd all say the time. You tell you, you can't know, go. It's, the store is closed. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. And then exactly, and then you <laughs> lies. Exactly. So with technology, Liar. right, Daddy? Yeah. That's not true, right? Yeah. But dating but, is like that too now. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. You you meet a girl, but don't lie. It's just no, you but know, it's, don't lie. Just I'm, be I'm honest. Like the king like of it, the dark. Like I'm like the king of the dark arts on social media. <laughs> I I could see somebody in like a picture behind you, sin, and within like 36 hours, I'll have all the information on this person. Wow. But I, all I saw was her back of her ear. Wow. So you're like the you're, you're stalker. Like, he's saying he's a creep and a stalker. Yeah, That's what I got from that. No, okay. a bit. Actually, I got I got hung up on. I was on Virgin Radio. Really, I called in on Virgin Radio. There was a question uh, at the time. I think Natasha Gargiulo mm. was still a host, and I'm driving, and they said, you know, if you went on a date with somebody, and they knew a little bit too much about you because they like creeped your social media, how would you feel about it? So I call in. I'm. I didn't think I was going to get through you it. You have time for that shit? I was driving. <laughs> I, I, I got Anthony through. Anthony has a weird schedule. I got okay. through. No, all my calls are on the way to Laval, from Montreal <laughs> to Laval. As I'm driving. It is your office. Yeah, I, the, I make the, my the calls. The office, yeah. Yeah, so I, I got through twice in my life. I got through when they were discussing Nutella, and people were calling it Nutella because there's nuts in it, and I almost wanted to break and drive my car into a ditch. I got through, and I was explaining why it's Nutella. And then I got through when Natasha Gargiulo asked what was so what's your thought on that question? So basically I told her, if I go on a date with somebody, right? So the whole there were different people were calling in and like, if you go on a date with with a girl and you'll mm-hmm. be like, hey, so how was your vacation to Mexico? Natasha felt that it was a bit of creepy because I scoped your Instagram and I saw that in April you went to Cancun. So I don't and I said, I don't think that's creepy because obviously in social media today. You, you're scrolling. You come up on yeah, a girl. You're doing, you're doing a bit of homework. You're doing think. a little bit of homework, I right? Don't. So, but I, I would feel stupid to go into a, no, no, a, I get it. a conversation, and I, and she'd be like, "Oh yeah, I have a, I have a black um, Tesla." I'm like, "Oh really? I saw you had a black Tesla in your Instagram." Yeah, like, I think you're just so being honest. But. I felt that if a girl came on a date with me and and knew a little bit about me just because she kind of creeped my Instagram. It's a show of interest. It'd be a little bit, it, not flirtatious, but a show of interest. I'd be yeah, flattered. You'd be flattered. And Natasha was on the other side of it. Anyways, long story short, well, she hung up the, on no, me. But me, me. At the end of the day, if you, don't wanna, if you don't want people to know what's on your Instagram, then just be private and that's no, it. Exactly. The only thing, yes. But the only thing is I'm going to add to that though is don't jump to conclusions. Oh, no, but you... you that's you, the issue with people creeping into your social yeah, media. Yeah, they're not open-minded. They, they, no, but it's not even that. They create a story. They see a picture, right? You like, let's just say you're the example. You were in Cancun, so I'm guessing you were with a lot of girls. Blah 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 blah. You see what I mean? They create the story. I, I'm a badly in a bad position. I have a fucking podcast, right? We're 200 episodes in. There's a lot of shit about me that is put into these pod. Now I assume everything I say because I have nothing to hide. To be extremely honest, exactly. but I had a date before where. Oh, I heard on your pod that this, 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 and that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So why are you on the date? Again. But no, because it was okay. But it was like they were using it like as jokers. All mm. of a sudden, ha, reverse. Ah. <laughs> but you said, at one point I was like, oh, you know, uh, what was it about? I think it was about an ass. 
I said I'm more ass than anything else. Mm. And she didn't have ass? She didn't have a big ass, let's just say. And she was like, yeah, but you said on your pod you didn't like ass. Why are you here? I'm sure oh you rebuttaled it right away. Sin has an answer for everything. No, but I was like, I was like, you can't take everything to the first degree. I'm like, if you're asking me my preference, it's like me picking something on a menu. If I prefer this, I'm going to pick this. But now, if the menu doesn't have what I prefer, I need to eat, <laughs> right? If I'm interested in you, but you don't have an ass, it would be ridiculous to believe I'm not going to talk to her. We have a good connection, but since you don't have an ass... It's over. Oh, you know what I mean? Ass. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, I, I always talk about boobs and my, my friends that are girls be like, oh, you're a boob guy. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I might be a boob guy, but I'm an everything guy. Yeah. yeah Blondes, but, uh, brunettes, ass, But that's it. I have tits. a type. And I had this conversation last week while, uh, when I was in Guadeloupe when I was explaining to people, to women, that let's just say I have a type or I have a preference. I like them a certain, you know, a little bit darker, like, you know, with a little tan, curly hair. That's my thing. But I've been with blondes. I've been with, you know, redheads. And the thing is what I how I tried to explain it. I was like, if you put 100 women in front of me, the first that I'm going to notice is them. That doesn't mean necessarily the rest are not pretty or beautiful and won't get my attention. I'm just saying as I walk in, it's like when you buy a new car, right? You buy that brand and all of a sudden you see it else everywhere. It's because your focus now is on that. So my radar is on that type. But now I come in and I see and I have a good conversation. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're not what I'm looking for. Goodbye. It's no. just a pre it's a preference. That's all it is. It's if you prefer ass, you prefer ass. If it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that. I'm not going to date somebody that doesn't somebody. have that ass yeah. type of thing. It's no, not her sure. biggest. But it's crazy because even this pod, like I said, it's going to make me. The, the, the dating world with this pod helped me and made things a lot worse. But it made me avoid certain awkward conversations. Well, yeah, obviously. Because I already had a date and then something happened and I put it on a pod. Something bad. Okay. But we spoke about it. But no names. Of course, never no names. And then she calls me. She's like, yo, you spoke about what happened. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't say your name because I needed people's feedback on certain things, right? Is this just me? Because I put, I, I question myself a lot, especially in the dating world. Because I feel I'm a little bit out of date. I'm still stuck in the 90s. Yeah, yet it's, it's hard. If you're out of practice, it's a hard thing. Being dating now that you hadn't dated in so long, like even sometimes something simple as chatting, like I'm a a DMing, it's I'm like, a bad texter. What, am I getting my point across? I'm, I'm the William being... Shakespeare of texting. Oh no, I believe you, but you have to develop other skills in your case. Yeah, but you, if you don't have time. You didn't stop dating for nine years like I did. <laughs> yeah, that must be tough. That must be tough to get back into it. Yeah. No, did it's... you feel? Did you feel almost guilty? Um, I don't want to. You know, I don't really want to know your personal. But when okay, you got back on, got back onto the the horse, mm -hmm. as they say, mm -hmm. after your separation, did you feel guilty when you hit on your first girl? No, at all. I didn't feel me guilty. neither. Didn't Not feel at all. Just a question. No, 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 yeah, no, no. it's a good question. It's a valid the question. The only thing is, it got I, felt, me. I felt awkward. Yeah, not, not, that, not that's guilty. exactly I what I was like, gonna say. Because I honestly, I, I was, I was, I could say, I say it openly, and everybody knows. I, I was very loyal, like, like to a fault, you know. So for me, I never even really like I flirted, yes, because I, you know, like or for like the last spot that I was here with being kind or being friendly, whatever. But I never flirted with the intention of ever cheating, wanting to cheat, ever. So for me, I was really out of practice because I could talk to anybody, and I went from being a guy that could talk to anybody, my friends, married wife, my 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 the my friends' wives, just anybody that I would just randomly run into, even strangers, and being able to have a conversation about anything and anything, anything and everything. To like being almost defunct and not, and not being able to ask certain questions and trying to pull on information. Me was flirting, learning how to flirt again. 
was interesting for me because when you flirt on a social setting, just being friendly is one thing, yeah. even if you're in a relationship or not. But once you're flirting for the intention to be with a person or to fuck her or whatever, it's another ball game. But even that is different, I noticed. Like, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Do you think because you were out of the game for X amount of years and now you come back into the game where social media, no dating apps? Uh, no game. So yeah, so now you have to adjust to this new yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I course. never texted before. I'm still yeah. a bad texter. Everybody knows. People would send me paragraphs and I'll just say, okay, cool, interesting. I texted you like two hours ago. You never answered. <laughs> but yeah, I was on the pod. That's a different story. No, I, I usually always respond eventually, but my I never give back the same energy that they put on texting. Yeah, but it's hard to gauge even that. It's no, but me, I just send for... emojis. Like, uh, I'm Egyptian, hieroglyphs. <laughs> I just send <laughs> there it out there. But when I'm, I know my strength is our one, like face-to-face. Face-to-face, I got no problem with anybody. But these texting and these, like, you know, these unwritten codes and social media, liking, I had people like, oh, I see that you liked. I'm like, damn. I, All the I'm time. Like, I didn't even remember. I remember yeah. I liked. I, I got that. I got that. I was, I was seeing somebody uh, recently I thought it was going well, and uh, for whatever reason, it, it, it didn't. It didn't. It's uh, shocking when you say you thought it was going well. No, no, I thought it could have went well, but the, the issue, the schedule issue, was always a big thing. But she would come back with like, "I saw you like this girl's picture, or you like this girl's picture." Yeah, but I that's said, not your fault. That's insecurities. But these are. I don't like. I do it purposely. I'm. I'm scrolling. I'm seeing. I'm not gonna like a girl from Laval. I'm liking. Some like a uh, TV oh, presenter they're, in Italy they're or some girl on ESPN. How the fuck can they find that shit out? Because uh, because it pops up on your screen and at the bottom, say you- We have friends in common, so you show up as a- Yeah, a say liker. you liked somebody's picture, it'll say, it won't say everybody, but it'll say like the first two and sometimes your name will pop up. So apparently my name pops up everywhere. I'm liking all But you're a serial things. liker. Yeah, that's the thing. But I'm a serial liker, but I don't like- every woman's pictures because I know for a fact that women are looking at that. But now. you're a lot better though. Before I would post but 10 was, seconds later, you already liked. Yeah, but you don't post as much as you did before. On my personal account, no. Yeah, before personal, no. I was your number one fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still is, he still is. I'm, no, I'm since number no, one but, fan. Uh, you're right and uh, you have to be careful what you like. But it's it's silly, you know what? Because sometimes you like things just to like them and no, but now because you like them. Now I have it's, yeah, exactly. uh, that's have my explanation. About, oh, I can't like but this. I don't have anxiety, but this is a situation where I'm like, Shh, if I like it, how is she gonna? Yeah, exactly. It but crazy. It, sh- it shouldn't be thinking. like that. So it's like fuck. It's either you don't like I, anything, or you just. I started actually unfollowing every girl that I used to work with in my my bar days. I started unfollowing them. Why? Just because it's hard to explain to somebody that you're dating that say this barmaid pops up on my Instagram, right? I worked with her for five years and I like her picture. I've known her for 10 years. Do you unfollow people that you fucked? No. Because this was a whole other conversation where I had actually Friday. So there was two layers to this question. So let's just say, because I'm still friends with some people I used to fuck. We're cool. Yeah, me too. We're in good terms. I'm cool. Yeah. Like they have their own families now. They have kids, whatever, regardless of what it is. I don't see a problem in that. Mm-hmm. No, but some women, yeah. again, are like, oh, but if you, you used to have, if you were fucking her before, why do you still have her now that you're dating me, let's just say, for example. And I was like, that is so weird. I'm like, I, I'm only, my only rule that I have is no new friends when it comes to relationship. Explain. What, so what I mean by that is like, let's just say I meet somebody, a girl, and she has guy friends they were there before me that's okay they're safe but if you start having guy friends after me 
I'm having an issue. Why are you having new friends? When, when do you have time for this? You guy friends, you girlfriends. Why are you liking yeah, yeah. them? Yeah, no, no, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, no new friends. Whatever came before me is yours. After that, you handle your shit, whatever it is. Because if you guys had sex together, but yet became friends after that, cool. Like, no worries. If you believe that it's okay, I have to trust you. But now, if you start having new friends, I'll just find it weird. Like, where's the, except depending on what she does as a job there, of course. Yeah. If she's in the events, you know, works at a restaurant or something like that, it could happen. And then that overlaid on, you've received nudes, right? From women? Mm -hmm. You keep them? Um. Yeah. Okay, so when you them. have a girlfriend, you delete them? I go back and I start deleting. Really? Yeah. If I'm with somebody, I want to, because... I'm like, I'm like, nah, I don't know how you translate scarogne into English or French or Arab. <laughs> luck, bad luck. I have bad luck with things that where like it's really bad luck. I could be dating you for five years and you're my life. And there's one picture from 2013 and it's done. How is that a factor though? No, Because that's, that's crazy. my luck I've had. So I go no, back. No, that's not lucky. The girl is insecure as fuck. Maybe. She yeah. thinks she were a virgin before? Or what, what's Maybe, going on but here? when I'm with somebody. For the record, you have apps for that. Huh? They have like fake apps that you could put in. I, I've never got into that. No, it's called a hard drive. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. There's, I know there's a even app. There's I even have a hard drive with people in them. Mm. I don't reopen it. You're saving, you're saving it for his book. No, no, I like, <laughs> I like to keep receipts. I like to keep receipts because people uh, talk a lot of shit. I know people yes. actually have a black book. And they mark every time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, that would no, be like the me, yellow the, pages the, now. The only thing with nudes is my kids, right? Like, you know, there's the cloud. Sometimes if they're the accidentally, I don't know. That's why cloud. I have a hard drive. That's it's I'm not that. on the cloud because I don't trust the cloud. I'm a Samsung it. guy. Yeah, it's not my pictures. No, but there's still a cloud for the Samsung guys. Oh, yeah. Of it's, course. It's not my pictures in the, in the cloud. I don't care. <laughs> no, but it's not even that. It's not a question about my pictures. It's who's going to reach them. I open yeah, up my I iPad. Know. It's connected. Yeah. They go and look, start looking for Then they're like they fall on them. So I have them on a hard drive. And I do this like I haven't done it in a while. But in the sense that if somebody sends me a pic and I can keep it, it's not like a screenshot. It's like it just, you know, it saves automatically. Then I'm like, okay, let me just put it in this folder here and leave it at that. It's not like I go back and check them and start touching myself or anything like that. Not no, at all. No, I never. No, you don't put it in a No, but that's what I'm saying. But I'm not going to go through that's the creepy. process. That would be creepy. Because <laughs> even I have pictures with women, regular pictures, like on a beach or at a party or at a club that I fucked. I'm not going to go back and start deleting everybody I slept with. You know what I mean? They're part of no. my history. They're part of my past. I part go back and I delete. So those memories are gone. I honestly, there's, there's Which certain women that I might have dated or slept with in the past that for whatever reason didn't work out, mm -hmm. but we're still cool. Like we don't see each other, but we're still cool. Mm -hmm. I wish I would still have those pictures. Yeah, for sure. Not 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 anything uh, sexual, just like- No, no, yeah, you know, that's it. My, my first girlfriend, my first girlfriend when I was 17, we, I don't know what happened because at that time I wasn't digital at all. It was by, you know, those Kodak things. Negatives. I don't know where the films are. Negatives. And now I'm trying to remember what she looks like And I have difficulty. Like, I remember her, but not, I was 17. And we're talking 1996, 1995. Wow. And I'm like, shit, if she would cross me now, I don't know if I would remember what she looked like. Probably I would feel it, but again. And I'm like, it's really too bad that I didn't keep the pictures because that relationship, I just threw everything out. And I'm like, fuck this bitch. And I moved on. There, there's certain relationships that... Unless you knew me or knew her, there's absolutely no evidence 
of it anywhere. Did. You know, yeah. some people keep their exes on their Instagrams. Yeah. If you scroll by, whatever, it's cool. Some people keep My pictures. My ex still has pictures of me on her Facebook. Yeah, some people, if I find you that just bizarre. In the old Facebook. Yeah, that's weird. That's I find that just weird. She has a boyfriend. She lives with him. That's weird. But, but some people don't care about that. But she, the way she said it, because I asked her last time. I'm like, what the hell? She's like, well, these are moments before everything, right? It was before the kids, while we had kids. And I'm like, I'm not saying to delete the pictures. Delete it from social media. Right, you can keep them or, or archives or whatever they use, and that's that. But having them, somebody goes and scrolls through your Facebook, and he sees, wait, he's still there, and she has a new man. That's weird. You know what weird. I mean? Yeah. I find that a bit weird. But again, that's not my issue. That's her issue with her man. No, I think I, I, I on social media I follow all my ex girlfriends. They follow me. Yeah, I have a few of them reach out. I, I forgot separated. Really? Yeah. You recycled that far back? No, I didn't. I didn't do anything. Did you no. just reach out to see if I was okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had I had somebody, Moral support. <laughs> I had somebody Moral actually support. reach out to me recently uh, via email. That email? I, I that is old school right there. I haven't seen since Cancun spring break 2007. That's a long time. It's 15 years. Yeah. So I had I got this email. I she opened, doesn't have social media. So I open up this email and I, I recognize the name and it's it's 15 years that I wondered what happened to this person. She doesn't live here. She lives in Vancouver. Ah, there you go. So we met in Cancun, right? And at the time, I figured I would never see her again. But she was working for her Canada. Oh. So she said, I'm going to fly in to Montreal. So she had flown in a few times. And this is many years ago. Many I was single. I think so. <laughs> and she flew in a few times. And then at one point, she was like, well, I work for her Canada. Maybe we can make this work, mm -hmm. this Vancouver, Montreal thing. And I was like, I don't think it's my thing, right? Long story short, she deletes me on Facebook. At the time, Instagram wasn't a thing. She blocked my number. I don't even have her number. Nothing. 15 years later, I get an email from this person. And she's in Montreal. She was on a girl's trip. Long story short. You crossed her mind and she's like, yeah. Yeah, we didn't get together, anything, nothing. And she's like, do you remember what I look like? And I'm like, I can swear. Yeah, yeah I was of like, course. Fuck. I mean, I remember her being attractive because, you know, she came to Montreal and whatever, but I don't remember what you look like. And she was like, well, That's a strange question to ask, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she was, and she sent me a picture. So she was hot. She was good looking. Yeah. Good looking yeah, girl. Okay. She sent me a picture of me and her in oh, Cancun, no way. Cancun 2007. Like, I'm like, where did you get this? And then she deleted it. Like she sent it and she deleted it. Like she, that's her archive stuff, you know? Mm. And I was like, wow, it's crazy. And uh, I wouldn't mind meeting a few of the girls I met on vacation yeah. again. And she's, she was here for, <laughs> yeah. What? I was is, there, is there, is there one of those, like, is there a couple of people or maybe one that you wouldn't mind seeing again? From vacation or from like a Whatever. past? Somebody that you crossed, you dated or. Yeah. It, a couple it, of mind, it might sound stupid, but I have like this, deathbed list that if ever I was on my deathbed you call it a bucket list Anthony no 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 no, no. I'm <laughs> talking very dramatic no I'm actually talking about <laughs> well, we have to play some cue some music that, that I'm actually problem. talking about my deathbed if I was on my deathbed huh? I actually have, a, have list. a lot of confessions to make <laughs> no I have a list of people that I would have my family contact because I'd like to see them one more time really? just to give my peace. And these are people that you no. you slept with or you dated it's people that I slept with or dated but how do you how do they make the cut 
How did how what did you yeah, do? All the special uh, special Because there's always the it doesn't matter where you go. There's always you could be married, you could have kids, you could go 30 years. There's always somebody that for whatever reason, you know, you understand now why you're not together and it'll never work, but they'll keep a place in your heart. So yeah. I've actually I've actually like processed this in my brain that okay, if I'm dying How how long is this list? One or two. Oh, that's oh, okay. it. Okay. Yeah, okay. one you or scared two. me. I was like, how many people would you? No, I don't want to see anybody. Yeah. No? Nah. I actually saw my ex. I saw one of my ex-girlfriends. I never, we broken up. We broke up many years ago. And we never saw each other again. That's Ever. A, that's, dream, that's like a dream that's my first. That's my first girlfriend. And I would love to see her again. I yeah? saw I'm her. I'm just curious. I no. saw her at Carrefour Laval. And I, I let her walk by. Really? She was shopping. And I, I could have went in and approached her. She was shopping. And I just, I, in my head, I'm like, you know what? It was part of the past. She's moved on. She's married. She has you kids. You choked. Maybe. Is she on your list? 100%. So uh, that's bullshit. So you choked. Approached. Yeah, no, yeah. he choked. He, he, got, he, got he was overwhelmed. He got, he got nervous. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got overwhelmed. Got the sweats. It's okay. It that's happens. cute. It happens to the best yeah. of us. Was she looking good? She was looking good. She like was, she, you see... So this is going to be a strange question. Mm -hmm. Could you have seen... You don't seen... have to answer, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing the advocate here. Well, okay. Would you... Could you have seen yourself today with her? 100%. Damn. The one that got away. Well, well I have a few. Yeah, for you, sure. A few? Yeah, of course. Really? Yeah. I was a, that was a dick. Like, I went through a period where I was just... I was hurt and I was damaged. And I, I have literally nobody, but I sure? would really love to see my first girlfriend. I just want to see where she's at now because but, we were super young. I was in high school. But you, she still lives in the city? I have no idea. Oh, so you... I don't know. I, I looked her up on social media. couldn't find her. Nothing. So... No, I mean, it's... Uh, honestly, there's... Like, if we're going to talk about the girls that I would have I wouldn't mind bumping into, there's two girls. One was in Colombia when I was on vacation. I uh, met her. We had a great time. She lives where? She's from there. She was from oh. Bogota. We met in uh, what was it, San Andreas or Cartagena. I've been there a few times, so I don't remember which one it was. And she was really, really good looking and sweet and nice. And, and she, I imagine she was, at the time, I was, what, 20? I was young, 25. She was young, 224. She already had a kid. It was crazy. She yeah, was, it's you know, Latino yeah, it's a Latino culture. Thing. Yeah, she was going to kids. More than her, though, funny story. Actually, I think it's the first time I tell anybody this story. I was out at uh, Guy Manger. I was engaged. No names. No names. I was, no, but I didn't do anything wrong. I was like, God, Manger. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. No, was, I, I would was, hope so. Was, the guy was, just said like 30 minutes ago, was, he's the most loyal guy. Yeah. And now confessions it was, uh, of cheating. It yeah. was a, uh, it was, uh, we were going through a phase. We were always going to uh, God, Manger because I think it was, uh, was you know, Zafino always went to, he goes through his phases. And um, basically, I also think the fact that a, a bottle of grapple was 55 bucks. <laughs> they didn't know better. Those were the good times. So we were at some good times. So we'd like live there <laughs> for one. That's a shot for now one, at Stelina. For one, yeah. For one, <laughs> for, we'd live there for one. For one the whole year, you know, and uh, it was funny because one day they were filming uh, Chuck's Day Off and they were going around with waivers, you know, because we we're going to be on TV and we were so hammered. Where the fuck is he? Where the fuck is Chuck? We're just like completely abrasive. That's another story. So we met these girls from Toronto one night and there was this one girl and she was just flirting with me, like flirting. And I was, I was engaged and being loyal again to a fault. Um, I kind of like introduced her to one of my single friends, you know. So I kind of shoved her off and uh, saying, yeah, yeah, here, my friend. Uh, I'm not going to say his name there right now. But mind you, he was single then. I was like, yeah, I talked to him, whatever. And he was like a bit shy. And, but we had a good conversation and she was good looking. She's Italian from Toronto. You know the type. And, uh, 
And um, she, uh, my friends that night, they played a, a, like when it was time to change, I guess they changed numbers. They gave her my number because she asked for my number. So the day after, I, was, I remember I was at one of my aunt's house for a party. I was with my fiance at the time. And she started text messaging me. And I was like, I felt really guilty. I never told my, uh, I never told my ex about it there because I was like, I didn't do anything. So I didn't want to bring up drama for no reason. And her till this day. And at one point, she was on social media. And she, had, she tried adding me as a friend. And I would see, you know, it's a, like, you know, confirm or whatever. And, she was, and then, then now I can't find her. <laughs> now that I'm single, I can't find her. So she marked media. you that much? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was. And she was, she was, uh, her name was Jen. Well, the people I want to see me personally is people out of. Well, me, it's because I didn't do it's anything. It's Me, it's because I didn't do anything with her, right? And I was like, oh, could, that could have been a fun, you know. It no, been you a see fun. like Voldemort, it's been what now? Five years, I haven't <laughs> seen her. I saw her husband. <laughs> but I haven't seen her. I know <laughs> she has a child. But I haven't seen her. But. I don't know if I would want to see her again, but if I would, I don't know how I would react. Hmm. I guess I I imagined that moment, and then when I did see her at Carrefour Laval, I did choke. I yeah, imagined how wanna, it would go. But I don't have and her on my list. Can though. I ask you, you, you Voldemort, because she was like, it was a bad situation, or she played me? Oh wow! Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She played me but again. I'm not gonna play the blame game here, or whatever. But let's just put it this way: she she left her boyfriend for me. I didn't know she had a boyfriend at the time. She left him for me. Wow. We were together for maybe eight, nine months. Okay, come on. And then she wanted, she had conditions for our relationship in a sense. It was really weird. And mm. the thing is, I was in a very bad place at that time. That was the This time was when, after your separation? Yes, of course. Okay. This was at the time when I found out that my ex had cancer. Oh, okay. So I was in a really bad place. And anyway, long story short, she finally left me. The next day I find out, no, maybe like next month, I find out she was engaged to her ex because I wasn't declared. So the guy thought for a year that they were separated. During a break. But she, he didn't know about me. Wow. And I met her father, her mom. And they're married now. Yeah, married with a daughter. Good for them. That's why. But like, I see a couple of people that did see her. So you don't want to see Valdemar? I don't care, to be extremely honest. The only thing that pissed me off about this situation, though, to go back to what we were talking about at the beginning... Was she met my kids as a friend. Mm -hmm. She met my parents, mm -hmm. right? Because I was going to marry this girl. Oh, you liked it that it, much, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah well, was, well, how long do you think it would take you today if ever you want to remarry or to be super serious? Yeah. It doesn't take you six years anymore. Did Did Valdemar yeah. start with a walk? Yes. At Olympico? Yes. That's the key. That's the key. Olympico, man. Olympico. How the fuck did you guess that? We had poker about this. Oh, ah, okay. Yes. The That's my move, walk. man. That's my so, move. Yeah. No, if, like, to, but nothing to, to answer your question, uh, you're right. It wouldn't take long. I have a sneaky suspicion. I don't want to get married again. I don't want to have the party. Yeah, yeah. Well, now. Well, we, we, we well, let's just say it. move together. Yeah, like get serious. I have a sneaky suspicion, like a lot of things that's happened in my life. Because now I'm at a point where, like I told you, I don't find I have the time to give somebody. I'm not looking for anybody. I don't want to do anything, blah, blah, blah. But like a lot of times, you know what they say when you're not looking for it is when it most likely happens. Mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I see that my mind is shifting towards like really not giving a fuck about meeting anybody at this point. Oh. Like before, when I was really single, That's the, when I was single, it was, it was, a, little, it was very sec, a lot of it was sex driven. Mm -hmm. you know, Makes I, sense. I, I want to be 18 years old again. I want to just you fuck still everything are, that by moves. The way, single. Still. Yeah, I'm just saying. But when I first got single, ah. after my separation, you know, you think you want to you be 18 again and you want to be the whore that you were and just do what the <laughs> fuck you did and all that. But it ends very, very, that ends very fast, I find. It was like, it took like, it was a good six, seven months. Mind you, it was during the pandemic too. And it was just uh, like, ugh, for what? It was what, two you years. 
Yeah. But anyway, so now I, I'm at a point where like now I'm like, yeah, if I meet somebody, great. I meet somebody. I'm not, I'm open. I'm, You're I'm not vul- going to force the thing. No, I'm vulnerable to meet somebody. Like, you know what? If it happens, it happens. But I'm at a point where like, it's really not a priority. It's just lack of time more than anything else that we spoke up about earlier. Uh, but I have a sneaky suspicion like most of my relationships, the important ones, the good ones, they happened overnight. And it was like, because yeah, yeah. you you become head over heels when you're most vulnerable, when you let yourself be vulnerable and when you're not expecting it. That's maybe my problem. I'm never vulnerable. Yeah. No, maybe me too, but it's fun. To, I, like, don't ha- I have trust issues. No, not me. I trust anybody too much. And, yeah. Uh, that's the problem. So, But I, it's fun to, like, to be vulnerable. I find it's, it's the most human thing you can be. Definitely. But I don't have that function anymore. I realize even even if I tell myself, let yourself go and there's this. Yeah, I but you're, no, you're an overthinker. That's why. That. And plus history. At one point, you have to learn from your past. Yeah. And even my ex, the mother of my kids, we I friend zoned her for seven months until I actually, well, she got mad at me. She thought I was gay at one point. Really? She's like, I- what the fuck? Why aren't you trying to move on me? And this, mm. She was clearly interested. And then finally, I just said, fuck it. And then let's go. Thirteen years later, no. but I'm an overthinker, and plus all these little stories that happened to me, and the stories I hear from my friends and stuff like that. Yeah, I know, but you can't. Sometimes you can't let that narrative dictate that. your. But the, the, sadly, it's always in the back of my mind. So I'm like, okay, this is cool so far, but then what? And it happened to me. Like again, I'll go on a date. I'll go on a couple of dates when I see somebody, all in. I'll do. I'll always give them my best version at the beginning, but it's very clear and very obvious when I lose interest for whatever reason and it always comes with a full on uh, uh, explanation conversation like it's like Cleon man type of thing I don't shift just for the pleasure of shifting something happened whatever I'm gonna sit you down I'm like listen this happened ta, 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 ta. I'm out usually I'm not that's the sad part about it what do you mean I still stick around mm-hmm. yeah but so you do the gradual thing it's not like I'm dumb I have difficulty letting go about pushing away people. I want but, them to leave me. Yeah, but you've 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 introduced it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's and out there. Now the seed grows. You're just hoping that they feel uncomfortable enough, and to they just... leave on their own. Yeah, I'm I'm not good. I never broke even with the mother of my kids. I was unhappy the last three years, but I could have never left her, especially for the kids, until the day she. No, I'm done with giving people chances. Well, <sighs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Not chances. Just that it's. I'm at a point in my life where I'm older. Yeah. And I don't have time to waste. That's my, my biggest I, pet peeve right now is wasted energy and time. Like negative energy, wasted energy and time. But, I'm, no, I'm not down for but that But these people, again, they, they prolong their, 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 their contract with me. It could have ended after four months or last nine months, let's just say, right? Mm. But the thing is because they're good people. They're not bad people. Bad people, oh. I cut them off very quickly. Yeah. But they're good people, but mm. it's just not matching it's, it's not or I'm just you. turned off. Something sure. happened. So... I'm like, but they're good people. So mm-hmm. I have difficulty telling them, listen, it's dead. Because they're good people. I'm like, oh, they're trying to change and they're trying to be better and they're working on themselves. Or, you know, now that I told them, they'll... they'll they're, they're doing adjustments. They're doing to... it. But then I'm like, are you doing it because I told you or doing it because you really want to do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the overthinking saying. and you spiral down this, yeah. this funnel of... That's toxic. It's not healthy. I've been there before mm-hmm. where you're trying to keep up. You're trying to well, change. You can't, you can't justify and... trying to be like can't justify being with somebody when you don't want to be with them and you can't justify them like doing the opposite then staying around like so, why are you staying around like you can't you can't you they so have what to I learned and what pissed me off and that's one of the reasons why I still have this issue is what happens is when I put I talk to them 
they talk to me too. It's not always about them. Sometimes it's me. I talk to them and I just say, ah, oh, I didn't enjoy this part, whatever. I find it, whatever. And then they work on it. And then I'm like, let me bear the fruit that I'm working on. But then I realize it's not for me to bear. It's for the next guy after me. Yeah, 100%. Right? They're going to learn their lesson. And you're then good, you're good luck, Chuck. Yeah, exactly. That happened a lot. Like literally I'm at 80% of <laughs> efficiency. Good. No, at that's least, bad. At least you're helping people. Every every girl that I've like dated seriously has gone on to like get married, have kids. Yeah. Good luck, so Chuck. I feel like somewhere along the line, I, I was part of that. I, yeah, I could have been part of that. You contributed. <laughs> I contributed Actually, because- but you want to be part of the other. Actually, I had a um, an, an ex girlfriend of mine, and you know, there's always the the there's the one that got away, and then there's the one that you probably should have married, and there's the one that if you could see her one more time, you would. Mm. And I have that's my classification. That's why mm. I say I have three. So so wait, the one that got mm. away, the one that got away is something that maybe it just it started and it never really blossomed. I have one of those. Usually it's timing. Then there's that's one that me it was I wasn't in the right place. Then there's one where maybe it was a little bit more your fault that didn't work out, but you should have married her. Oh. And then there's the one that it didn't work out. I feel like the first two are the same for me. Mm. No, for me, it's different. Okay. And the third, no, but I'm talking about the person I'm thinking about. Okay. Oh, that's, that's good. So that's good. It's oh, a she good. Just, she just got engaged. Congratulations. Okay. That's, that's not good. No, 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 no. I wouldn't go yeah. back. I never crossed my mind yeah. to go back at it. Yeah. I'm just saying that if I would have met her today, it would have been a different script and it was a long distance thing she yeah. lived in toronto okay no, I, amazing I, girl i have those th three class like three and the third one is what the one is like the one that got away the one that got away one is like i messed up uh -huh. i should have married this one because you up. see what this person has Be become, become yeah. an amazing mother an amazing wife an amazing person and then there's the one that on my deathbed i would like to see her one more time why just because i mean she's married she has kids but to fuck up her relationship before you leave. No, I think I, I think I married the one I was supposed to marry. Maybe because I'm biased because of my kids and all that, and I have no regrets. I do have the one that got away, but then when you, in my case, it was when I when I bumped into them later, I was like, ah, you realize that it wasn't. I was like, uh, maybe it wasn't the one that got mm -hmm. away, but but maybe it was. I'm still I'm not. No, because the thing is, who she is today wouldn't be who she is if you would have stayed with. Hundred percent. Keep in mind, 100%. and when I say the one that got away is the one that I let go too quickly. Mm. that's what I mean by that now would it work if I would have stayed it's a different story I'm just saying I'm not curious but I know if I think about it there was maybe this person that I didn't give it a fair chance yes I, I cut loose too quickly right now the one that got away I don't believe anybody got away I think I, I caught too many even <laughs> that's my issue no. the one that got away I actually I had I had one one of these three I'm not going to mention which one actually had uh, spoke to me. And I mean, we're not friends per se, but we're okay. She had spoke to me and she had told me that she believed that I could have been her soulmate. Mm. Not because we ended up together, but because our love opened her mind and her heart to go out and ex like and experience other loves yeah and then she met her you husband that stepping stone yeah no yeah. but that was awesome when she told me that like i really felt that and that that's when i realized this is a real solid person you know and have you i'm ever, so happy for her uh, and everything have you ever had any any girl tell you that you were the one that got away from them um like a girl like you bump into uh, whether on social media and you're anywhere and you're like you know what i should have i shouldn't have treated you that yeah, way but he's I single. she could have 
She could, could I guess. Him. Yeah, I guess. So it would be difficult. But I, I, I know of one person. Now it's too late in the sense there's too much history through. Mm. But way back when, she, she would have wanted to pick me type of thing. It doesn't mean necessarily I would have picked her. Yeah. But she was like. Yeah, me too. I got that. I, but, got, I got one that apologized to me the way she treated me. Oh, oh shit. I would love that shit. Yeah, I, got I, got, that. I got an apology. My Vald- Voldemort, I guess it would be. Uh, she's one of the ones that reached out to me after we uh, I got oh, separated. Would be so mature of her. I really thought that would happen. But uh, yeah. She was really like, and she was really bad. But she was also like, she had a lot of personal yeah, yeah. mental issues. But being self aware, and yeah, she re- and when she reached out to me, I was like, okay, this is weird. Was she on an AA program? No, <laughs> that's she, like she, the ninth. No, she done, but there was a bit of substance abuse for sure that I would kind of yeah yeah knew about, but uh, wasn't sure. I know it's stupid to say, but when you're with somebody, you kind of get the benefit of the doubt. And then she reached out to me. She came over. Not much happened. I thought I honestly thought it was, I got an apology, which I didn't expect when she came over. Uh, fooled around a little bit. Then I found out she had a boyfriend that they were on a break, and I was like, okay, it's yeah, it was just weird. It was a very very weird situation. And she just, but she was like, it literally came to apologize. She was you. I treated you in a really really you and your family in a really bad way, and you really didn't deserve that. That's very mature. Yeah. I was shocked. I was shocked. Like that is she, very, she came very out that? That's very flattering yeah. too. And it's also, she's a mom now. It's down the line. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I've had, I had a really uh, nice woman that I dated very briefly in 2010 that came back. And she doesn't listen to, well, go ahead, sorry. 10, 11 years later with a text message. 10 years later. I'm sorry. You know. Really? Should, I'm sorry. You know, that it should have. And today we're still friends. And we still communicate. And we, she's still well, single? She's still single, but every time she's in between something, she's got two kids. Every time she's in between mm-hmm. something, she'll message me and she say, oh, damn, you know, we should have been together, whatever. I was hmm. dating. It's like, flattering. Though. You know, it, it's honestly. And we're, we're but just, you, you, it's not a deal breaker if she has kids, right? It's not a deal breaker, but she doesn't live here. Ah, She lives yeah, in Toronto. She lives in Toronto. And this person, like, literally, like, it was like one of those things when you meet and it just exploded. And for like a summer, it was like the summer was magic. And then she was like, her parents were like, well, you can't keep doing this back she and forth. She had kids then when no, you were dating? No, no, no world single. But it's a dangerous world uh, to, to to love somebody out of memory. Yeah, it's very dangerous. Because you only remember the good times. Yeah. But no, every time we talk or chat, it's always cool. Yeah, yeah. But we yeah. understand that like she's got her life now. She's 40. Because you're safe. That's mm. why, because she knows it's not going to work. Because I noticed the best relationships I have with the opposite sex is when it's safe, when they know nothing's going to come out or whatever. Yeah, you know like I mean? when, when they're married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no she's, she's not married. Kidding. She's not married. No, I'm but kidding. meaning she knows she's in Toronto and you're you're not reachable yeah. in that sense. So it's okay. It's fair to be herself. It's fair to be transparent in that sense. Yeah, because there's no, almost no consequences to doing it. Exactly. Right? But I have a question. I want to ask you a question uh, way back before it. And you don't have to answer it. It's a bit it's personal, but because mm-hmm. we, we spoke about we're, we're parents, you know, I think being a dad is great. I, I see you actually because I've known you for a long time I, with soccer and everything. And I think you'd be a great dad. And I you, I know you dated somebody that had kids and mm-hmm. I heard that you were a great, not a stepdad because you weren't married, but mm-hmm. a good figure to them. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you, like we asked you if you want to be a dad already. Yeah. We, we, talk, we touched that. Being your age, and again, uh, you don't have to answer, but I'm just curious because uh, I'll, I'll never be in this situation. Do you f- do you feel like you're running out of time? 
Like, cause I know a lot of girls, they have a biological clock. And that's why I'm asking you the question. Because girls would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they yeah, even because biologically speaking, they have a time frame. They do. They, that's why them biologically Then it's a little do. bit less mm. problematic. Yeah, exactly. So but that's my question, basically. Is, is it something that you, th- you feel like, fuck, I want to, like, I, I, I need to find somebody? Or, like, like, are you, do you give feel, yourself a time frame yeah, do you feel saying, pressured? I want to be young when I have my kids. I don't want to be that's, too old. That's something that crosses my mind is that, you know, my dad, had my sister at 44 so now he's 70 so i mean i don't know if i want to be that i mean i think if i meet somebody today and things work out and two years down the line we have a child it takes nine months yeah no but you know <laughs> what i'm saying right there's a process right so if well, i had I a have kid mine six months after dating her yeah okay so say you have a kid and i'm 41 i think i'm okay with that but i i do feel that i don't want to be that dad dropping off his kid at like kindergarten and he's 53 mm. and the kid's five. Like, I don't, I don't, cause everybody else, like still I still young today. No, no, I'm just yeah. saying, but I see now like in, in the soccer world and a lot of people that I meet parents and they ask me the same thing. Like, are you, are you single? Do you have kids? Oh, you'd be a great dad. Like we see how patient you are with the kids. I go, yeah. Cause they're other people's kids. Like they sure. go home. Yeah. You know, but I also coaching soccer is the reason why I wanted to have kids. Oh, really? Because before I got involved, well, I've been involved in soccer for 20 years, but before I got involved to a point where I started to communicate and interact with parents, I didn't, I didn't think I wanted children. And then seeing the dads come pick up their kids or coaching their kids, daughters, sons, made me say, one day I want to be that person. That's why I envy you guys. Like what you guys do with your kids and everything, like you guys are so present. So yeah, but it, would it you change your schedule me, for that? Change my schedule to have a... Well, if you're going to have kids, you can't be chilling with them once a week. No, but I think, look, both my partners that I work with, uh, uh, both because we're there's our sporting director and then there's two directors that were responsible for different categories. They, they both have kids. And they're balancing their kids and the field. So, I mean, that's something that your brother could attest to. It's, it's not easy, but they find time well, it's you doable. Know, you got to find, you got to have, what I'm you, saying. You gotta have that other but person. But you see that, now, if a girl listens to this pod, right? And she hears you say this, right? And then she's going to be like, but when we were dating, he wasn't will. If, if he's going to do it for his kids, he has to do it for the mom. There was a point in my, in at the end of my relationship, like Phil mentioned, I was, I was with somebody for almost three years, um, where my last resort, I said, I'll, yeah, okay, I know who you I'll, I'll uh, give up, I'll give up soccer. I said, the kids and the relationship meant so much to me that I said, okay, I'll give up soccer. But was that an issue in that situation? Well, I mean, it was, it was an issue. The, the, uh, my scheduling was an issue. Was it a catalyst of why, again, sorry, I think, you don't have to answer. No, no, no. I think there is, I mean, and again, Stop we have. giving him warnings. No, no, we have no. Oh, I know. He's a grown ass I mean, man. We have, uh, like no, no, we have. It's an inquisition on No, I mean, there's, life, there's no names, but both parties are okay. We're all good. Um, I think. That was a catalyst, but then there was other things that yeah. led to the breakup. No, because you were willing to sacrifice soccer. So I yeah. guess you were willing to, but it wasn't good enough or too late. It was too late. It was too late. I, I think the the ship had already sunk uh, and I was just trying to yeah, but, but hold it, on. Like in your defense, I don't think it's I, like it's you, right? What you do for a living is you, Anthony. Exactly. You that. So I don't yeah. think it's something that you need to sacrifice completely to make a relationship No, but it's work. not what you do. It's how you do it. Right, mm. so it's scheduling. Even if you would be working at a restaurant or at a bar, right? Living a bar life, 
bar schedules, talking about late at night, is not necessarily the best conditions to have kids and have... No, it's not conventional at all. Exactly. No, but it's not healthy in any way. You go to bed while they wake up, you know what I mean? Or even a relationship, except if she works with you in that type of life, that's a different story. But that's why. I used to work at bars, coming home at four or five o'clock in the morning or after counting the cash, you know, doing the, the, the inventory and stuff like that. It's not something that's sustainable in a healthy relationship, except if she's in the same time zone as yours. You know what I mean? So that's why. Now, if women are going to hear Anthony today say, oh, yeah, if I'm going to have my kids, I'm going to change my scheduling and stuff like that. A lot of women are going to come to you. I can guarantee it now. They're like, so for her, you were willing to stop soccer or change. But for me, no. For me, no. But that was that was different because this person, right, she allowed me to come into her children's lives. That, that was huge for me. And I, and I will be forever grateful because I experienced being a father and I gave back what my stepfather, my, my stepfather has been in my life since I was five years old. So it was going on 35 years. He came in, he married my mom. He didn't have any kids. He took me on. Mm. So all that... I felt that when I was put in the situation that I had to step up as well. So I'll always be grateful for those years because I learned what it is to be a father. I learned what it is to, well, it's you know, yeah, no, for sure. And that, that, that built me up to where I am today. I think it's a lot, it's part of it. So I, I'm grateful for that, but it's, um, it's, it's for me, it's case by case. I was willing to go that far because of the bond and everything that I felt for that relationship. And when, when I mean relationship, it's not just with the person because you take the person with the kids, mm -hmm. right? So I, I built a, a family in my eyes. I, we had built a family, so I was willing to. Now that I'm out, I think I could be a little bit more, um, not picky, but I can you know try to cookie cut my, my next move. You know, maybe I'd like yeah, somebody that's never been married or maybe yeah. I like someone who doesn't have kids or whatever. The reoccurring issue in your case, in your dating life, and correct me if I'm wrong, is really your time. It it has been. It has been. But I think now I've, I've kind of frequented a few different girls where... That uh, wasn't an issue. It hasn't, been, it hasn't been an issue. There could have been other problems and we're not perfect. No, but if they're not there anymore, no. something had to be it. Yeah. But because I'm always looking for... And we had spoken about it last time spark. I was on the, the spark, man. That spark for me is everything. I, I listened to that podcast. That spark for me. But don't you think you can build up to that I spark? Fuck, I don't fucking believe in that spark. I think that's my problem. You don't believe in it? So how do you determine? Wait, that's interesting. <sighs> yeah, no, I know. It's a, it's a weird. It's a, so, I so had this conversation with the last girl I dated. Like, I don't, not that I don't, like, I, I believe in that connection. I do, like a vibe. Feel because that's that. what it means, right? Yeah. But for me, that when, I, when somebody says spark, for me, I, I equated to that Disney romance, you know, that uh, that Cinderella story. That's that's yeah, exactly that Disney romance. You know, the prince and like it's I the butterflies. I don't believe in butterflies. None of my girlfriends, the only ones that I had butterflies, we probably in hindsight it was more anxiety. I think <laughs> no, but seriously, and it just never it never turned out well because I because I, I was young and you just maybe mistaken your feelings. You know, you don't know what you're feeling. I, I, I don't remember, and even with my ex, my ex wife, completely honest, and she'll tell you, yeah, I loved her. I, I got to, I still do because she's the mother of my kids and all that, not romantically. But I never looked at her, and there's a lot of my girlfriends that I never really looked at, and wow, well, like, you know, took my breath away. And maybe, maybe I'm due for that. Maybe it's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe, you know, it's in the cards for me. Maybe it's not. Maybe I don't believe in it because I don't believe oh, in that whole romantic. And that's why I have three. 
when you asked me, well, I have three because those were the only three that ever hit me with the butterflies. See, for me, is like, I don't no, know. Me, I, I never had butterflies in that sense. I, I had moments, not necessarily. Yeah, like, you look at a girlfriend and you say, oh, wow, she's mine. Wow, she's beautiful. Wow, she's this. Like, I, no, but that's I, what I'm, I'm saying. Limited. You can build up to that. Like you can, it's not right away. It's like you're with her and everything. Yeah, she's no, like, I don't believe in love. Soul. Love at first sight does not really exist. You could, you could now, be infatuated Vald at first Voldemort, sight. Voldemort, I conditioned myself. I lied to myself. I brainwashed myself. That's nice. It's always nice, huh? It's nice when it ends well. <laughs> it never ends well. <laughs> you, you brainwashed yourself, what, to to deny the red flags? Or not only the red flags. I said she was the one. And yeah. regardless of what people were going to say, yeah, I was going to yeah, say yeah, she yeah. was the one. Okay. Yeah. So I literally conditioned, because the first time I met her, I saw her. I told her friend I'm marrying that girl. First time. And I was like, not right now, because I'm not ready, but I'm marrying that girl. I've been there. And then maybe less than a year <laughs> later. You guys are fucking Romeos, man. I love it. No, but again, time like when I saw her, it just hit me. I was like, damn, I see myself. Like it fit like a glove. And I told her, I told her friend, I will marry her. And the minute that I put that idea in my head, I no, fucked myself. There was no then it was more back. about an ego than anything else. She, she could have beat me with a red flag. And I would have said, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Some people like getting beaten with a red flag. Yeah, well, I have that tendency. <laughs> I, like it, I like it rough. But no. again... Now, in hindsight, like everybody's like, oh, were you in love with her? I was like, I was in love with her. I was in love with love, with hey, the idea yeah, exactly. of loving her. I, yeah. But, I, exactly, I understand what you're saying uh, 100% because that's, for me, that that's always been, and even now, because now when I meet somebody, and again, it's, I always say it's about boxes, you know, oh, she's this, she's that, she's pretty, she's nice, she's good, she's, good, she's kind, whatever, all, all the good things about that. How many, how many boxes do you have on your list? Not a lot, you know what I mean? Like the things that are important, you know, there's not oh, many. What's but, important to you could not be necessarily important. No, for me, like at this point in my life, it's something that I could, I could grow old with, right? So I've seen like, you know, for example, like the last girl, girl that I was dating, she had a place in Italy. She was to Italy every year. Before the pandemic, she'd go to Italy every year. I used to go often when I was playing there, when my brother played there. I used to be every year, go visit my brother, and we'd come back together. I like Italy. I like that lifestyle. I wanted to have that with my kids where I, I go to Italy vacation every year because I have family there. I, I have oh. the luxury of doing that. So when I, one of the things when we first met, it was like, oh, you know what? That's something we could have in common. That's something I could look forward to. And we could go to Italy every year vacation with the kids and this and that. Because now being separated and you know, like you're at an age where your kids, you go on vacation. Like I'm at an age where my ex won't, not that she won't. Like, technically, I'm not allowed to unless I have her blessing. I can't leave for three weeks with my kids to go to Italy. And I don't blame her because if I, she would want to go three weeks with my kids, as much as I wouldn't, I wouldn't oblige, I'd miss them for three weeks because I'm at a, a point I where I see them a lot. I did it for the first time this, this year. It's tough. They you went know? for two weeks. For two weeks, yeah. And and I now I kind of told her because I want to go back to Italy. So I kind of mm -hmm. mentioned to her, I was like, listen, we got to figure this out. She came last time. I don't think she's going to come every year. I mean, eventually she's going to have a boyfriend. I'm going to have a girlfriend. It's, you know, even if you want to wishfully think that it could happen and have a blended family where the other person's okay with it it's still not a reality you know would for you do us an, right now now you do activities with your ex well activities we're together a lot mainly because of the kids because of their soccer practices together i coach she brings them she has them no, no, it's we okay. see each other we'll do like yesterday we had a birthday party it was my niece's birthday party my sister invited her like she could have said no she didn't have to come but you know, uh, she she had the kids, and for her, for us, it's either okay. I gotta get the kids. We gotta figure out scheduling. Uh, I'll take them one afternoon. I owe you an afternoon, and like, yeah, because yeah. we try, like try and keep it as fair as possible. It was just easy to say, well, okay, I'm gonna take two hours. I'm gonna come with the kids. You know, it's still her niece. That's mm -hmm. how we look at it. Like her, her, like my, her, my sister-in-law's daughter is still my niece. If I get invited to her 
her birthday party or I'm going to go because she's my, I still look at it as she's my niece. So my brother's kids and, and she still treats them like they're niece and nephew. And I'm OK with that because we're open minded. We have a very open minded relationship. Yeah. So we do do like birthday parties, you know, like Christmas, you know, like now nah, obviously I don't have a girlfriend. She has a boyfriend. So Christmas, we're like, OK, to make things simple, instead of saying, OK, well, you're going to spend Christmas Eve with your family. I'm going to spend Christmas Day with my family. And then I got my parents that are separated. So I got to figure out when my dad's going to see my kids or my mom's going to see my kids. It just becomes complicated. So we say, you know what? If we have one day together, because we can now. Now, if I have a girlfriend that says, you know what? And I have to respect her. And she says, oh, you know what? I don't like this. I'm, I'm not down for it. I but if she it. does, it's OK to actually combine everybody. Like I don't see I like again my my ex and I there's nothing it's it's a very it's it's, it's absolutely platonic relationship that we have no it's no no I get that I respect so. that like my ex I went to see Stroma last week yeah. with the kids and her mm. if I would have a a girlfriend a serious girlfriend ideally you would have taken your girlfriend and my ex yeah ideally oh yeah yeah because in a perfect world yeah why not in a perfect world and the reason why and I'll tell you why because this is an experience that the kids are living and it would be fun that they live it with their mom too. Because and we had her biggest... Just to add, I know what you're saying. It would be cool as fuck as if your girlfriend comes into the mix and can deal with that too for his kids. Well, she won't have much of a choice. If she's not going to deal with it, she'll be cut off. It's as hey, simple as exactly. that. It's, I'm, I'm giving you an option now if you're going to... If it's going to be an issue for my girlfriend because you're acting up, it's just going to be gone, right? Like now they invited me. She invited me for Christmas, right? I'm in good terms with everybody of the family. She has a boyfriend. So you, this yeah. is your ex now. My ex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She is in a relationship. It's been eight years. I know him. Whatever. We're cool. Whatever. Good guy. And uh, they're doing Christmas every year because they do Christmas. We don't do Christmas at our house. So we usually celebrate New Year's at my house. So she's like, are you passing by this year for Christmas? Last year I wasn't here. I had to go somewhere. So she's like, are you passing by? It's at my mom. She was wondering if you were coming, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'll come. I have nothing better to do and I'll spend time with the kids. And I'll see their cousins I haven't seen in a while. Like, I don't see them every year. Plus, our parents are getting at a certain age. They don't have many years left in them, healthy and top shape to actually build these memories. Now, if I would have a girlfriend today, I know my ex would still invite me with her. If my girlfriend would be comfortable with it, by all means, let's do this. The best of all worlds. Spend time with the people I love. My ex is there with her boyfriend. I'm there with my girl and that's it. And we move along. Now, if it's going to be an issue with my, for my girlfriend, I have to respect it, right? But if it's an issue with my ex-girlfriend, I don't need to respect it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's where it gets. But now her, knowing her, I know she'll never have an issue because I'm cool with her boyfriend. Like, you know. Yeah, she can't really, she can't be a hypocrite and say, well, yeah. Uh, she, women can. No, I know. But <laughs> I mean, in, this, in, this, in this case, she isn't, you know? No, so no, but that's it what makes I'm it, saying. It makes it easier for you for sure. But the show, because you see, I bought four tickets to Stroma. And then she looks at me. She's like, who's the fourth ticket for? I'm like, if I have a girlfriend by then, because I bought them like six months ago. And then she's like, oh. And then I was like, no, no, you're coming. You know what I mean? But if I would have a girlfriend and she would be okay with it, I would get her. T- I'm not going to buy her and her boyfriend a ticket. Don't get me wrong. She wants to say, oh, no, but give me an extra ticket and I'll bring my, uh, my boyfriend. Got no problem with that. You know what I mean? Because I'm doing this for the kids. I'm not doing this for me. No, exactly. That's how you look at it. Like I'm in a situation now where spending time with your that kids. That must have been really cool for your kids. To what? No, just to experience. Like you said, this year you've been doing a lot of concerts, but it'd be I would be really cool. She was there, eighty percent of them. That's fantastic. And now I bought three tickets for Sugar Sammy. Me too. Where are you going? Uh, it's in April. 
I, I, no, I won't my birthday. My birthday's no, the 23rd. No, I went last month. No, I, I went too. I was there the same night as you. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. The, the, the second show, I got tickets uh, for the 23rd of my birthday, 23rd of June. June? Yeah, in June I took them. Yeah, I know they were early, but I want to go. I took the summer. ones in April, and I bought three tickets because I was like, I think the kids now could go to a comedy show because, you know, sometimes they're vulgar and shit like mm, that. Yeah. And then my ex like, but you just went. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't go with the kids. And then she's like, oh, I really wanted to go. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You guys go. Mm. I've been to a show. You three go. You'll see it as a Christmas gift that the kids are offering you. And that's that. Yeah. That's it's, cool. It's, it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, again, I'm doing this for my kids. My mom always asked me. She's like, but why? I helped her move. You know what I mean? If yeah. she has something broken at home, I go. She has a boyfriend, but he, he, he sucks at these things. And the thing is, I'm like, if she's stressed, she's going to stress my kids. Yeah, but people don't get that. Like for so me, buying peace. As, if she's in a good place and she's not the type that she's depressed or anything like that, mm. she's she's a good person. But if she's in a in a place where I'm causing stress because I have an ego and I can't fucking you know like why I I need her from right now. The only thing I need from her that I that I didn't that I I I needed when she when we were together. Now we're not together, so now there's a lot of things I do not need from her anymore. But the one thing that I need for her is to be the best mom. That exactly. you can be to my kids. And I will facilitate that over anything because it's about my kids. And I, you know what? I don't care if I have to sacrifice girlfriends. So be it. I mean, it's not, not that hard to go but out I and don't think But I don't think it would be an issue for a mature girlfriend. No. Keep in mind. And that actually like helps me. Mature. No, but that's what I'm saying. But that yeah. will help me. If I see that my girlfriend or the person I'm seeing, is that's going to be an issue with her, she's actually saving me time to not perceive this. But when you meet somebody... And I'll admit one. Okay. But say, say you're dating somebody and things are going well. You have to come out in the beginning and say, look, my relationship or my kid's relationship with their mom and my ex-wife or my ex is this, 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 this. You can't just show up at Christmas no, one you day out your and your Wait ex-wife is there. But the thing is, anybody that dates me knows straight off the get-go because you see it on my profile. You see it. Yeah. I have pictures and it's ironic because she actually made the comment to my ex this week. She's like, when we were together, you had zero pictures of me. Now, <laughs> you have a bunch with I me and the kids. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, the one, that the pictures of Stoma, the third one, it's us four. Okay, I didn't I didn't. You know what I mean? And, but that's the thing, because now she's in that category that I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I post pictures with you, that means you're safe. Like, they're, we're not dating. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Those who I date will never be posted on, because I need to protect that energy until it's actually very, very official. Because I don't need gossip, I don't need you know hate, I don't need, I don't believe in the evil eye. But you no, know, I was just gonna say it, the look. Yeah, I, I don't need to give it a, a thing. Now, anybody that knows me, that listens to the pod, or actually dates me, if you date me, the week I don't have the kids, my kids call me. My ex calls me. I had an issue once. This was funny though. I was going to Costco with this girl I was dating, and my ex calls me. It was like three o'clock in the afternoon. We're going to Costco. And my car, I answer, and everybody can hear. She's next to me because I have nothing to hide. It's my ex. I was like, is everything okay? She's like, yeah, yeah, I was just bored. How's your day going? She started joking around. I was like, listen, I'm just busy. I'll call you back later. She's like, all right, cool. Then she looks at me. She's like, your ex calls you just to, to kill time? Doesn't she have a boyfriend? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I find that so fucking weird. And I'm like, okay. Like, I wouldn't do it, but she does. By all means. <laughs> like I said, it's like we're friends. Yeah, it can be rude. You call friends to ask how they're doing because whatever, you're bored or whatever, right? I'm like, she's doing the same thing. He's like, but why isn't she calling? Isn't the boyfriend going to be jealous? He's like, the boyfriend regardless. He knows I'm here forever. <laughs> I'm the father of her kids. 
So if that's an issue, I find that mature, to be extremely honest. Yeah, for sure. Now, the girl had an issue, but then she she doubled down. I was like, there's three people you cannot, well, my family, immediate family, my kids and my baby moms. Regardless, if I have beef with her, you can't talk shit about her. No, but it should be like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But again, I don't bother. I don't call my ex just to ask how she's doing. That's not me. That's her personality. That's mm-hmm. her character. You have to respect it. If there was anything, there was only one incident once. Halloween, a couple of years back, Voldemort was over. She, that's the day she was being introduced to my parents. She was doing the makeup for my kids. And then my ex is like, oh, I'm going to come through too. And I'm like, no, you're not. And I explained to her, I'm like, oh, I'm introducing her to the parents and everything. She's like, yeah, but it's Halloween. I want to see the kids. I'm like, listen, I don't tell you much. It ain't happening. She's like, why? Because I'm like, you're too comfortable with my parents. You've known them for 13 years. This girl's going to meet the, my parents for the first time. I don't want you cracking jokes with my father that is a rock or my mom and make her feel even more uncomfortable. Yeah, which is fair. But, but I don't ask for weird stuff or crazy stuff. Well played, well played. You know what I mean? Because I was thinking about this girl's meeting my parents for the first time and then she's going to have the ex-girlfriend that's joking around super comfortable and then yeah, put her in a situation. Awkward, it's an awkward situation. That's what, so remember that family it. trip? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, when, you're, when, you're, when your son was so happy when I cooked him. Yeah, no, that ain't happening. No, why would then you want to, it's unnecessary. But that's what I'm saying. So you have to do these extra thinking that you usually never would. But at the end, she got mad at me. But then she's like, I understand. She didn't talk to me for two weeks. And I was like, oh, I was in such in peace. And then she's like, you stupid. Because we have that type of relationship. Like, she'll call me. I'm like, what the fuck do you want again? She's like, I just called to say hi. I'm like, yeah, whatever. What do you need? Mm. And that's how the relationship, because she knows. She, we keep it 100. Like, she is... She would be a relationship I would want to have with all my guy friends, let's just say, where you're able to say things directly. Yeah, it becomes no- a business relationship at one point. It's a very transparent. Like, even now, like, I got six text messages in the past hours, and it's all about school trip. My for the trampoline kids. doesn't unfold, so I didn't, I didn't get to assemble it. That's a hidden message of I need you to send, assemble to do my it trampoline. For me? Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> I bought the gift, the gift for your niece and nephews for Christmas, underwears for Matthew. You owe me $220. Oh, then a hundred dollars for Emma's gift, and you're so you over three. See, that's 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 the that's the banter that we have, and then, and then eventually I would say, okay, leave me alone, and she's gonna say, fuck you. But it's a very playful relationship. That we yeah, have. yeah, like she'll be okay. But the, the, you see, the whole money thing it was never an issue because I'll ask her. I don't ask her for money. I tell her pay, and I'll send you the money. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is because she'll bother me. Oh, by the way, I'm like, just send me the bill. Yeah, like, that's it. How much do I owe you? Like, like not even knowing, tell me you spent a thousand dollars. Are we five hundred bucks? Are we four hundred dollars? Are we six? Just let me know how much I got to transfer. That's all I want to know. I don't want to know what you bought. The kids need mittens. They need this. They need that. And then the thing is, is a lot of times when I do stuff, sometimes she has to hassle me. How much? And she hassles me. I went to Evangelista. How much did you spend? I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I don't know. How much did you spend? Let me know. Yeah, you she bought wants this. To, you bought that. Yeah. She wants to know. And sometimes I'm like, how do I feel? Like, okay, I spent 40 bucks on that. I'm like, I'm not going to ask you for 20 bucks. But a lot of times they keep, they, they want to oh, yeah, keep even the- with you because that time they'll be able to hold it against no, you. Not, no, 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 my ex even. let go of that story yeah. many times. I buy shows, I yeah. do this, I'll go and help her out or hook her up with everything. I'm not going to ask her for yeah. like $20, $30. Like I, I take them skiing. It's a big expense. I'm not going to say, oh, by the way, I rented the kids skis for the season. The ski passes that's what she literally did. I was like, yo. Yeah, skiing passes and all that stuff. That's what she does. But that's her department, right? So I was like, listen, pay. Tell me what how much it was. I'll send you the money right away. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not even going to debate this because if it's for my kids... And for them to be happy and get out and do activities, by all means. Boxing, 
same issue. Oh, but no problem. Here you go. Oh, I paid this. When I can afford it, I'm not even asking you for money. Yeah, right? that's, it. that's how it, but you know who told me that? Sticks from Milano's. This, uh, a friend of ours that, uh, that he's well, one of the owners and managers of Cafe Milano, he got separated two, three years before me. Very similar situations. So, so I was going through and, you know, we've not, I've been going there since the age of 15. So we've known each other for a long time. We're not the closest of friends. So one day I went there for a coffee. We sat down and he, he, he goes, you know what, Phil? And going through this, going through that. Yeah. He, goes, he told me straight. He goes, don't, have, don't ask for money and don't, ha- don't hassle her if she asks for money for the kids. She, don't even ask. Just pay. That's the first thing. And he goes, then the other thing he told me was, stay away from women that have kids. Oh, yeah. He goes, yeah. stay away from him that have kids. He goes, because not for you. For you, it's fine. He goes, it's the kids. The last thing you want is your son coming back or your daughter coming back and say, oh, that guy laid a hand on me. He did this. He said that. Goes, it never works out. It never works out. And you know what? In one of the relationships I had with, uh, short relationships I had with somebody, son was a bit of, you know, acting, made my son cry. So as a parent, this kid's making your kid cry. You get, the, you get, the, you get pissed off. You get defensive. And you're like, yeah, you know what? That's Shit, what I didn't I mean. even go that far. But on the other side, right, there are women that are separated or divorced with kids, can they say, well, I'm never going to find love because I have kids? But no, it has nothing to do with that. That's not true. It has nothing to do with that. It's the logistics. I had a friend of mine that was dating this girl. I said this story before on the pod where he was dating this girl that had two kids and he has two kids. Mm. On that point of view, everything was going well. Until the moment that that girl, had, she was 16, she had a boyfriend. She brought him over for supper and while they were having supper, they get up and they're like, oh, we're going to go and take our shower. And then the guy gets up and he's like, listen, I'm like, my kids are here, whatever. We're not like that type of thing. I respect whatever. Then the girl turns around to him. She's like, do I tell you to stop banging my mom when I hear her scream at night? Oof. So you see what I mean? These situations, this is where I go to jail. Unnecessary. But exactly. But it's, you cannot control other people's kids, the way they were raised, no. the way they talk, the way they, you know what I mean? And I have an issue with exes. Not everybody has good relationships with their ex. I was talking to this girl. We didn't even date. We were talking. And at one point, we're in the car. We're headed there to, to take a walk on Mont Royal. And her ex calls her. And he starts calling her all these names. He's like, yeah, oh, you fucking idiot. That. You forgot the ta-ta-ta-ta. And I'm like, do you realize if you would be my girl, I could care less if he's the father of your kids. Nobody's disrespecting you. I have to go beat up this guy now. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but it's literally that. Imagine another grown-ass man, Right? You dated a girl with two kids, right? your girlfriend. Regardless Imagine her, her baby dad if it ever happened. And he starts, you know, yelling at her, insulting her, whatever it is. Or in her case, it was even the girlfriend of the ex that was calling her and making, like, you forgot to fold the thing. I told you not to use this. And These are problems that will never, I don't, I want to eliminate right away. So if I don't date people with kids, I'm safe already there. I saved Five other personalities right there. Because already dealing with one person is an issue. Imagine with her, her kids, and her ex. Yeah, but a lot of times it's the ex that's the problem. He's right. The kids, I mean, listen, when your kids are old enough, it's fine when they're young or whatever. Like my kids will tell me all the time, oh, it'd be really cool if we had a a stepbrother or another brother or whatever. Just one other sibling. Yeah, my kids want another kid. So... (laughs) And I tell him, no, I'm like, guys. go buy a cat. Not, yeah, well, no, that was the dog, right? No, my dog passed away last year, so I have to get a dog eventually. I'm just holding <laughs> off on that, that thought. That's gonna. I'm waiting for them to really understand that, okay, there's no more kids. Nobody else is getting, nobody other sibling is coming, and then I'll get them. Don't the they dog. have cousins? 
<laughs> they have cousins that are the same age, like exactly. brothers and sisters. My brother's son, uh, kids. So that's what I told my kids. You have cousins. Yeah, it's, you know what? It's <laughs> Leave me alone. But you're right, and I mean, I've, I've, and it's funny because I said it before. Like we, we have that good relationship. So sometimes when I pull stuff, you know, happy birthday to my baby mama, or uh, Merry Christmas, or this or that, or stuff that we just randomly post, and it's not often. You get praise from a lot of girls. 100%. A lot of girls. Oh my God, what a relationship! But oh, they would not date you. I commend you, but they would not date you. That's it. But I, I honestly, I respect when you when you posted a few yeah. times about your your ex wife and how what you wrote about her was yeah, like well, this guy. This guy has got his shit together because he's but mature enough. I would enough. never do that though. No, like, but that's, I respect. Yeah, what he but posted. you know what? I get it. I understand that. But at the you, same time, if you send her that text, that's a different story. You, whatever you wrote and believed, I agree 100. Putting it on social media, I don't But know. if I was a girl, I would res- I would say like, this oh, guy's yeah, got, got a ton of respect. This guy's got, got a shit. Respect, got- but they wouldn't date him. Why not? No, I would, I would date him. Because they're jealous. That's that's a red flag. Yeah. I'll be very honest, and I know it's not a red flag because I know him, mm-hmm. but no, it's a red flag it's from a red the flag outside. For some you realize- I get all the time. You don't need to put it on social media. No. You know what I mean? Like if you text her and you say, hey, I appreciate you're a good mom, you can say it to her face. You can take it to a restaurant and say it to her. But if you put it on social media, as much as they're going to praise it from far, because it doesn't concern yeah. them directly, nobody would want to be in that girlfriend's shoes. His new girlfriend's yeah. shoes. New girlfriend's shoes. That. Okay, I get it. Because you're like, you're praising her publicly now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you know I mean? the way I look at it, because I don't give a flying fuck no, no. a lot of things. No, but the one in a million, if there is, that would be okay with that. For nobody would gold. be okay. For me, gold. I don't know. No, I wouldn't go as far as nobody. Would you be okay... Again, her praising her baby daddy, yeah, face to face, or you know, even on social media for me, it would matter. Why? Because care. my question would be, why? Why are you making this a public thing? Well, maybe he's comfortable with it, and again, and he's my generation, right? Yeah. So social media is new to you as much as it me. Big time, yeah. Well, it's because uh, for me, I live a life of transparency. I have nothing to hide. So it's maybe, not a yeah. question of hiding now. No, I know, but I'm for me. I don't see. I don't see the problem with. It. I could. I, I. I understand your point of view. Exactly. Like if I want to be in it, like in it and the game. Yeah, maybe this. No, you're and, just giving and opportunity and a lot of for stuff. more problems. That's what I'm trying to say here. You're not. I it's guess. not adding anything to your life. No, it doesn't. And it. you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's only going to give you drama. Well, for or me, hatred. honestly, you want my the honest, my honest answer because eventually everything on social media, everything on the internet. Is, is archived and it's there. Yes. So for me, it's something where eventually, and, and it's happened already, my son's on Instagram. So my son sees that stuff now. So for, for me, eventually he's going to realize when he's old enough to understand the dynamics because River Pa, and as good as we're doing as parents, there's a chance that one of our kids is going to have to come to terms with certain things. Not not for sure, but maybe, you know, they'll they come to, my son will be 16 and start really asking, but like, why? Like, they have this relationship, but why can't they do it? Like, my daughter asked that now. Like, yeah. well, they get along, but why aren't they together? Like, why aren't you guys together if you, we do everything you know together? You what I answered really? my son last time he asked me? like, the reason we get along is because we're not together. Yeah, no, I get that. But <laughs> your son's answer. at an age where you, you, you can understand that. But the way I look at it is if my, my kids, everything that I do, everything I do that could leave a, 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 a print, a fingerprint, whether it's digital or not, I want my I want it to be as kosher as possible so that when my kids look at it, they're gonna say, "Oh, you know what? My dad really was a good guy. He didn't like he mm-hmm. he didn't you know because I want them to know the way I treated her and and, and she reciprocates that, you know." No, but I get that. But like, no, again, if I would have there. if I would have a girlfriend, yes, then I probably wouldn't. So that's my issue here. So you see the difference. So I would do everything the same way on both sides, single or in a relationship. Going on shows, if she's comfortable with it, I would bring my ex too because it's for my kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm with a girlfriend and I can't post. 
certain things about my ex. Yeah, but you said why it would yourself. I do it single? But you said it yourself because it doesn't add anything whether it, I post it or problems. not. It's only problems. It's only problems. Yeah. No, no, I understand that, but I, I'm saying if it doesn't add anything now and I do it, then even after whether I do it or not, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Ha- it shouldn't have any bearing on my Fair relationship. Fair enough. But you're giving them actually an extra yeah, bullet. But it's as simple as that. No, but I mean a question of bullet, and uh, I understand what you're saying. But for me, if I have it, I do get a girlfriend. Then I probably won't pull. Like I probably would do it in private, and I wouldn't maybe put it on the pub- on a public because at that point, because I do have a girlfriend, the optics. Yeah, but it's disrespectful in a sense too. Except yes. if you do yes. both. Even if even if she knows I mean well, yeah, and exactly. I don't mean disrespect. The optics, because uh, people don't mind their business, and I don't give a flying fuck what people think, but she might. I get that. So That's why respect, I don't want to give- I wouldn't. I don't care what people think, but I'm not going to give them- Ammo. Ammo. That's for, why I said that extra bullet. To disrespect your girlfriend, yeah. Exactly. But I don't have a girlfriend now, so for me, I don't see it. I, I, want, I want your opinion on something, just because it had, had no, come up. don't do it. <laughs> no, no. It, it, come, it came up in the past, right? So when I, when I started dating my ex back in the day, people saw it as- a single mother, is that a red flag? What, isn't it a red flag to you? And, and I, the way I saw it, the way I contemplated it or the way I processed it was that I want a serious woman. I want to get into a serious relationship. This woman has no time to mess around because she's got mouths to feed. She's a mom. And that's, for me, one of the biggest, the best things you can ever be is a mom or a dad. So for me, it wasn't a red flag. But then when it didn't work out, everyone's like, okay, you had the experience. You've saved yourself now. Now don't go and get back involved with another person that has so, a kid. So, so what's your question here? Because I have a moment of honesty that I have to be with you on that situation. What do you, what do you, is, is, is you being a single father or you being a single father, do you see yourself as a red flag? So, okay. So I'll tell you your situation where I would have seen a red flag. And this is proper to your situation. How old were the kids? Uh, two and five. There wasn't one super young. Yeah, well, I met him. He was a little over one. Little over one. That's my red flag. That's my red flag. It's not having kids the red flag. It's and this is not a judgment, by the way. Yeah, yeah, zero, zero. This is again. I'm telling you this here because I we had this conversation. If you remember Mm -hmm. at Sportplex, Mm -hmm. you remember when you told me? I remember speaking to Sportplex. We spoke about it at Sportplex when you were telling me that you were playing with the kids, and the next morning, and you were like telling me you were super young, and I was like, whoa, this is too fast. Because I'm from the other side, right? I'm a single dad with two kids. I'm very protective of my kids. Regardless if she could be the most amazing girl on the planet, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to be protective of my kids because I don't want my kids to be attached to somebody that I don't know it's forever. Now, the red flag in that situation is the last child was super young. And again, I don't know the person per se. I'm just saying from outside. I'm like, did this person actually go through the process of healing? from her separation and handling her stuff in business and priorities before actually getting involved, regardless if it's you or the most, you know what I mean? Wh- whoever it was. Or did, she, or did she just need a hand? Exactly. That would be my red flag because I find it super early. Me, what, when, uh, when I separated, my daughter was, my son was five, my daughter was seven. Like right? me, exactly the same ages. And the week I was with my kids, and again, I don't know her situation of how it was split and whatever, whatever. I can only talk about mine. Me, it was one week, one week. And that week that I was with the kids was with the kids. I didn't want to be distracted by anything else because I wanted to protect my kids for them not to have 
these repercussions of being, because my parents are still together. So I don't know what divorce is. I'm the first one to get divorced. Your parents are separated? They got separated uh, after 41 years. Like it happened like five years ago. My father, my my father uh, separated last year after uh, thir- close to 30 years of marriage. You don't, no, but uh, didn't you say your mother remarried? Yeah, but my dad remarried as well. No, but your parents separated. My parents are separated, but my father with his second yeah. wife after 30 close to 30 years also separated it's crazy now he's 71 years old and he's single alone yeah, yeah it's very hard i can imagine but you see i had no history my parents are still together i think all my uncles are still together with their wives and so me i was just worried that there could be repercussions you know attachment issues with my kids so my focus was to make them show to show them That me and your mom are good. We're not beefing. Yeah. We're going to be okay. You're going to have double the gifts, double the attention, double everything. Yeah. And it was a really good thing for my kids, our separation, because their mom was working a lot. And now because of the separation, she had to refix her schedule. She had no choice but to work less. Exactly. And, you know, there was a blessing in all this. At the end, end, end of the day, my kids, maybe they didn't notice it at the beginning. There weren't that repercussions until now anyway. Like... My kids are okay and they see us together. They see us chill. The mom has a boyfriend that lives with them now. They don't really get along with him greatly, but it's not bad. And I told my kids, I don't care if you like him or not, you better respect him. 100%. As long as he respects you guys back too. So the only red flag would have came about because when he met her, the kids were seven and five, Mm. right? But she didn't introduce them for the first three years, right? For them to grow and get used to the separation. Your issue was probably was like, damn, like I don't know how long after she yeah, separated. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Even for you, it's a lot. It's a lot to to just get dropped into a situation like that. Like mm-hmm. we we're parents, and we had kids that were yeah. one and a half, and even for you to do it, and again, you you're, you're you're a good guy, you're a sweet guy, you're a smart guy. You did it because you you're one of the characters that could probably could have handled it, and you did it. But it's not an easy. I have guys that are married with kids, and then. And when they had a second kid or first kid, it they just they, it was over overwhelming for them. So the fact that you did it, kudos, good on you. But I also agree with Sin. Like, where was her stance on it? And it's not to say that you guys didn't have a contest, uh, uh, a connection. You guys were together for what three years? Yeah, about three years. So, and I, I don't. No, know. it worked I, out. But I'm yeah. saying that the odds were against you straight off the bat. And me, 99.9% of the people I meet, my red flag is not because I have kids. It's because I don't want to have kids anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes. that's the biggest issue I have that's the only issue I have yeah because a lot of the girls don't have kids that we meet. exactly that's because I don't want to date somebody with kids because like I said I tried it's like but... a Brady Bunch gone wrong no but again I've seen people's my friends <sighs> stories I didn't. I don't need to necessarily live them I, I've tried dating one while well, talking to somebody and like I said her ex was calling and yelling at her and I'm like well the way I look at it is what we do and again not to bring it up again You know, the, the relationship that you have, it's all about the kids and all that. It's all about balance. That's the way I look. It's all about balance. It has to balance. Like what she does with them, what my ex does with them, what I do with them, how we treat them. It's already, it's a fine line as it is to kind of keep that balance. Because like, you know what? There's a lot of people that, the, the littlest thing could be a power struggle. It could, could come off of as, a, oh, you give you gave my son a bit more attention or my daughter a bit more attention. And it could just, everything could be off yeah. kilter and it's, you're fucked. When you add other kids other exes and stuff like that other personalities it's a very hard balance to keep to maintain very very hard and I, again i'm lucky enough to have seen other people go through it i kind of went through it a little bit uh you know i i've met girl other girls where they you know they, they spoke for me that's a big red flag is when they speak 
poorly about their ex. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yes. he's a deadbeat dad. He's this, he's that. Oh my, like for me, what I, what I don't understand also is that when I meet girls and the custody is off, like, like is out of whack. Like I met girls that have like their, the custody is their ex, ex has their kids once every second weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how, like, how do you, how do you live? Like, how do you have a life? Like, how do you want to have a life with me? If you have the kids literally 12 days out of 14, you can't. You just uh, can't. Some people have the kids full time. Some people. Yeah. And again, these these are case by cases. But personally, I feel, and again, even me from a personal point of view, after my separation with my ex, I needed time to re-find myself. Who am I single? Who am I as a person? Because I was always my ex's boyfriend. I was the kid, the father of the kids. I was, you know what I mean? I was That was me 24-7. I was a father full time. I'm not saying I'm not now, but. You know, I have one week off in that sense. I was her boyfriend constantly. And now all of a sudden I'm single. So I'm all by myself now. And now I have to rediscover who I am. And then when you meet people, you know, too early on, it's just, again, it's a red flag, but there is exceptions to every rule, right? Yeah, for sure. sure. But me, if you have young, if the kids are older, Mm -hmm. right, by all means, do you. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Even if you separated six months ago, and your kids are older, they can understand. Well, that's the thing. I think, I think ideally, if you would ask me, who do I want to meet? I'd like to meet somebody that has kids. I don't, don't care the age, my age, a bit younger, a bit older. But if they have kids that are out of the picture, I think it makes things that much easier. Oh, yeah. Mm. That, that and everything is safe. That probably, my philosophy will change when I get older. If I'm at 50, 55, absolutely. and I meet somebody in her 40, and her two kids are grown up 20s, that's not an issue for me. No, it's actually easier. Yeah, staying think. on topic. And this is maybe a question that you can almost answer is, uh, or maybe a question that you're going to have to have with your kids, you know, going forward. Uh, my best friend, his parents are also divorced. My parents divorced when I was three. My best friend when he was 16. And obviously you, if it's more recent, right? Mm-hmm. And we've had conversations on how people ask me, would you have rather had your parents divorced at three before I remembered my parents because I do not remember my mom and dad ever together. Together, yeah. I just know my mom. I know my dad. Or it didn't finish well. No, I, it, my my parents are fine. No, right? but they didn't chill together like us. No, they didn't. No, they but okay. they my dad they were okay. I mean, there was no. But it's not like this modern day thing. <laughs> we like to, we like to use the term progressive. Progressive. <laughs> my dad's <laughs> my dad's an old school guy. You know, he yeah, would, if know, it wasn't dad, for my mom, my dad would probably still be sitting on the couch at home. Yeah. How, just, long, how long did your father remarry? How long after? Uh, my dad remarried in like ninety five or ninety six, so it was like ten years after. Oh, ten years. Okay, okay. ten yeah. years is a reasonable. Uh, so people ask me, would you have rather had that and not known your mom and dad together, or? Say your parents got divorced and my buddies, my buddies was 16, saying mm. you've lived those 15, 16 years as a family, you know what it is, and you have all those memories, but now it's it might be harder. So yeah. you but know, it's not an obvious question because you don't pick and choose. You know, right? But then the the other the other other question is that myself and my buddy that we've had this conversation before, him being 16 and his parents divorcing, how did that affect him? And him me being three, not knowing the actual divorce, how has that affected me? So how did it affect you? I don't know, but I'm sure there's a For lot sure of, there's effects on me yeah. now as a 40 year old man, even if I didn't know my parents together, yeah. going through the years. But yes, for sure. My answer to that would be, and I me mean, too, I have a few friends, like uh, my friend, uh, when my friends got married, their parents got divorced when he was right after university, like 22. 
uh, and I was like, oh, but he's older, so I didn't. But he had gone through a bad, a bad, uh, um, a bad uh, period. period. Uh, it happened when I was what forty years old, 40, 39 years old. It happened. So I, you don't expect it when you're thirty-nine. Your parents can get separated. Um, but did you see it coming? That's my question. I did. Well, I I didn't see the separation coming. Nobody really no, sees it coming. Like, uh, I saw because I work with my dad, right? So I saw my dad's demeanor. He's the one that left. So I saw I saw his demeanor change, and I can not to get clinical, but I can I could even tell you why it happened and how it happened and everything. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, my all of us were getting married. My my mom was a very hands on mom, and my parents were great parents. Like together, they were they they, they, made were they a, a good great team. couple. It was a very old school couple, right? You know what it's like, right? Yeah, the the father works, he's a breadwinner, comes with my mom worked as well. My mom was her job was a like house and kids and then whatever. And my dad was work and he would still take us to soccer practice. Like my dad, and like yours, my dad would be at my every single it would work. I don't know what he would do, it work like I'm working now. Mind you, I'm doing it now. And he was also twenty seven, we had three kids, not forty four not forty four with two. So he had all kinds of energy at twenty seven. So he would still come to every practice and every game and the tournaments and all that. And he would still go work that 10, 12 hour day. So they, they, they had a conventional love and they were in love. Like they, you know, they would, you know, they would flirt. They, you would, you would definitely know that they would have sex and all that. So they had a healthy relationship and then things happen, you know, shit happens in life when you get older, like menopause, uh, just midlife crisis. My dad went through a midlife crisis, he got to a, a big car accident where he was in the, overnight in the hospital with a, with um CVR, what do you call it? Um, the the neck brace. The neck brace. Um, he, he he had the uh, he fractured a C five. He saw his life flash before his eyes. He got a Fiat uh, Abarth after that, and he he really wanted to go on cruises. Wanted to travel. My mom was she had just hit menopause. So it was the complete opposite. She don't want from being the life of the party to being not wanting to leave the house. So obviously, there's a dynamic that timing. changed. Yeah, and, timing. And I think the thing that was against them is because they were such an old school couple. Communication was very, very basic. It was almost non-existent, right? And then throwing the fact that all three of us married. My dad was waiting for my sister to get married and be out of the house. So my mom went from having three kids and literally running it like a, like, you know, really strict to not having any kids to control and tell what to do and to monitor and this, that, and taking the, and the brunt of it, my dad got. So obviously, you get fed up and shit happens and he left. But to answer Anthony's question, I don't think... Like I'm not saying like it affected me, like to the point like I didn't think it affected me, but I got separated soon after, so there was a lot of stuff that I wasn't dealing with that I maybe should have dealt with. That I'm just saying would have saved my marriage. Would have not got separated. I don't think so. I think that was in the cards, uh, you know. But I see my brother and I see my sister, and they also went through a hard. Because what happens for a brief amount of time when it happens so much later, and it could be I guess at 16, as long as those memories that we spoke about, is you can say well. Was everything a facade? Was it all fake? Was it all like was it was there any realness to it? So you kind of doubt, and then once you start doubting that, you doubt how your your values, how you were brought up. Was it fake? Was it this? Was it that? So I don't I don't know what the answer is, but from speaking to other people that have have had separated uh, parents that were separated when they were really young, when they say when it happened really young, they don't like my niece, my sister in law and her husband got separated after one year. She was uh, two years of marriage. She was one years old, so she was one year old. She's 16 now. Her dad's remarried with a bunch of kids. Her mom never remarried. A few boyfriends in there. She doesn't know any better. Mm-hmm. So she's, she hasn't been affected because all, she, and they tried hard to make it work as well. Well, she probably did, but it's like social cues, right? At the end of the day now, I'm not saying she, it's going to affect her on all her decisions, but unconsciously, we are all affected by decisions that we make and people make around us. Yes. Now, 
my kids, one of the reasons where I was very categoric that I didn't want to have kids is because I didn't want the kids to feel there will be others to affect them, right? There's not going to be other kids that I love as much or more, you know, the newer because I love her more. Because I've heard these stories where these kids were telling their parents, the new divorced parents that got remarried, uh, they don't like me as much because he, I remind him of my mom type mm, of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. So I was like, I'm going to enjoy my kids. And I was in no rush to be in a relationship, to be extremely honest, except for when she had cancer. That's pretty much what triggered me. But until that point, I was okay with these short-term relationships and here and there because I was like, my focus is on the kids. This is just fun time. I'm just killing time until they're grown and adults and then I'll focus for my life partner in that sense. And then you come through reality where now I'm a lot older. Now I want to be in a relationship. I'm down. I'm not going to force it, but I feel like I'm super ready. The only thing is I feel like there's a big gap between dating and calling somebody my girlfriend. Mm. There's a big, like this big And why? Because once I'm going to say she's my girlfriend, it's official. And that's, there's no turning point. I don't, I've never had this mentality of, oh, I had multiple girlfriends. I only had literally people that I called my girlfriends. Three people. Yeah, it's like my entire life. time. At that point, is that when they meet the parents and the kids or not yet? No, no, no. That's the first step. What? When I call them a girlfriend? Is that the first step and then the kids are introduced? Or is it like, okay. No, the kids are going to be introduced pretty quickly, but as friends. Because mm. I need them to to be in the same dynamics if they yeah, chill. Yeah, but they're not stupid, the kids. They don't know. Oh, but I'm surrounded constantly by people. Guys and girls. I would bring her not maybe on a one-on-one setting. Like, except Voldemort. She's the only one that met my kids. Just us four. Yeah. The rest of the people will be like, my cousins Social are there setting, yeah. and stuff like that. And she'll be next to me and everything because I need her, that girlfriend too, to feel comfortable with the kids. I'm sure like like feels that your daughter being 15 would, would understand the body language. If you bring a friend around, I'm sure your daughter's No, but I age. have a lot of friends that oh, are okay. just yeah, I friends. I know. But so again, I'm not saying she won't, she, she won't uh, notice or anything like that. I'm just saying that, let's just say I'm with my cousins and everything and she's there. Because they need to know, too, the dynamic that I have with my kids. My kids are with me. They're stuck next to me. Even when we go to restaurants, my daughter's always on my right. She's always there. My son is always close to me. They'll come. They'll hug me. They'll t- like they'll chill with everybody. But they're always there. Yeah, they're affectionate. My kids. Exactly. No, but they're territorial, too. Mm. They're like territorial. Not in the sense that he's my daddy. Don't talk to him. She's like, my daughter's always like me. She needs to know that I'm okay. Right? So she'll come out. Ah, nah, 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 joke around. Poke, when we are in a group setting, when I had New Year's at my house, there's a bunch of people, we're 25 people. So I tell my daughter, serve some shots for everybody. And she's like, Dad, you need anything? Like she has that family mentality, that cultural mentality. That maternal instinct. So there was a bunch of people. Voldemort was there at New Year's. But she got along with her because I found common ground for them. My daughter loves to cook. She's a great cook. I was like, oh, I'm going to invite a friend for us to cook. And she's like, oh, who is she? Blah, blah, blah. I give her a description, whatever. She's like, oh, how come I never heard of her? She's like, well, I have a lot. They know me as somebody that knows a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's just a friend I haven't seen in a while. And whatever. We we started talking. And she was talking about cooking. I was like, tell, I told her to come through so she can show us how to cook. So we did an activity together. My son was there. And she she actually did the effort, too. She played video games with my son. And he was a lot younger then. And it was like, okay, I see, you know, because I need her to see me with my kids. It's really easy on social media, but in reality, it's even better. 
It's oh, yeah. even closer. It's even simpler. And now my daughter is literally my girlfriend in that sense. Not in an awkward way because she's the woman in my life right now. Yeah, she's right. my boss. As much as she doesn't know it, she is. Like if anything happens, she's there. She's, she's my right hand. Like I said, my kids are my friends. And my son is should be like that. no, but that's what I'm saying. Now my son is a little bit younger. He's 12. Now he's rediscovering, you know, basketball and stuff like that. I'm coaching him. He's like, I'm super excited because I know you're tough on me because he's enjoying the challenge. And then when people are telling, well, your father's a good coach, and he's like, yeah, he's proud. He doesn't. He's not going to tell me. My daughter went to see my uh, her boxing coach. She's a friend of mine, and uh, he's like, yeah, I want to be like my dad when I grow up. She's like, what do you mean daycare? He's like, no, no, like him, his personality, the way he is, the way nothing phases him. I was like, damn, she noticed all those things. Not stupid. These no, but women. I'm not, I'm not, she does, she only knows me as a father. Yes, she sees me a couple of times with some friends and stuff like that. But I'm like, her being that aware of, oh, when dad is sick, he's not sick. He's always there. You need him, he's there in two seconds. Very loyal, very present. I'm like, damn, that's very flattering. But I'm like, oh, she's not a child anymore. Just enjoy, believe in unicorns. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? That's done. So when if I ever meet somebody, I will actually be excited to see, because my kids love people as much as I do in a sense, where they're very sociable, they like to get around. Now, are they dumb? Because I don't know if my kids imagine I'm having sex and shit like that. But they've known in the past eight years a lot of different people, guys and girls. Do your kids listen to the pod? No. Do they know where to find it? I mean, yes. And they won't listen to it? They won't listen to it. But I told them not to. It's pretty much my kids, again, they could be lying to me, mm-hmm. but they know. It's like when they watch TV. Last time they were watching a movie, we were watching a movie together and I had to go to the bathroom. And then I come back in the room and my kids are under the covers. 14 and 12, huh? They're like, oh, they were kissing on TV. Cool. Like they, I've yeah. never taught them that. They learned it on yeah, their own. Yeah, my kids too. They get disgusted and stuff like that. Well, I, I it's wa- not disgusted. They call it respect because they're not crazy. Yeah. They're like, I just, I'm not gonna see people kissing in front of my dad. Type yeah, of thing. I get it. You know what I mean? When they talk sex, they talk sex with their mom because their mom bugs them. And uh, they're like, why don't you talk to your father? It's like, oh no, no, no. My daughter told my ex, oh, dad is gonna be single for the rest of life. He doesn't want somebody in his life. He just wants to chill with us. Yeah, but that's that's, that's the impression awesome. you give them, right? Because when I'm with them, I'm with them. Yeah, I mean, right? you have and to be present. It's the most important thing for kids for you to actually, because you could be there all the time. You could be a father and not be separated and be at home with your kids every day, like what yeah, I, yeah. I, I alluded to before that I miss. But it doesn't mean that you're, you're present. You no, no, but that's it. There's there, a lot of people that are there, but that are not, not present. Exactly. Right? And the, the fact that we're separated actually helped me a lot because the time that I'm with them, I'm really focused on them. Mm. Right, spending those weekends. Every weekend we have to do something. Yeah, I get shit all the time. My my ex is like, oh, you always do the fun stuff with them. Well, it's because my ex. I keep well, on saying my ex, but why I don't, don't li- I don't why like doesn't saying she? my ex? But why doesn't she? She does. She does do stuff for sure. Like she'll take the trampoline park and this and that. But all the cool stuff, it's because I I I can't, I was never you're able. Cool parent. Yeah, most likely, and <laughs> I yeah. No, definitely. but meaning that even when you were with her, yeah, I was. I you was. were the yeah, cool parent for sure. But the th- you can't have all. All the hats on, you know yeah. what I mean. I'm the cool dad. I say it all the time. They, like, I'm the cooler parent. They love her more. Like the maternal thing. Like, I don't take it bad. It's their mom. Mm. Like I know. Like I don't even wouldn't even ask them. Put them on the spot. It's that 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 that, that love. Like my dad, my, my my son is a mama's boy. My daughter, like she misses her constantly. Like I see it. I don't take it bad. It's their mom. Mm. But at the same time, I make sure that if we're going go karting, it's me. You know, if we're gonna go alone, or if we're gonna go, mind you, she, when last time when she went alone, she went on the rides with them. 
So she did. That was cool. But I mean, a lot of the stuff like museums and this and but that. I give her suggestions. Like go to arcades. You know, let's go arcades to Snacktown. Like you exactly. go, to, you take them to Snacktown, which is a little depender that sells exotic candies. On Samantha. Make, yeah, you make their you make their week. They, oh my god, they love it. You know, but it's little things like that. And it's also because I can't stay home with them. I can't fucking. What am I going to stay home with them? And if I'm, I'm home with them, they're going to end up being on their iPads, their devices, their games, whatever. And they're not going to get anything productive done. So it's like, you know, okay, guys, we're going for a field play, trip. Field play trip. cards, cook with them. Because especially during winter, we're always home, yeah. right? Because Cards. They're card sharks, my kids. That's it. We, we play dominoes. Up. We play chess. Like, it's a competition. We play video games together. And this is my daughter, including the DJ with me. Like, oh, you know what? Let's play. And we play these games. Like, there's always a game. Yeah. I'll play a song, and the one who discovers who the artist is first wins something, and the other person has to do chores yeah. type of thing. I make things fun. Something most basic or make it exciting. Cooking is the same thing. Mm-hmm. If she's cooking today, you're picking up the table and vice versa. Some people picks the whatever we're going to try to cook. And we try these new experiences where, oh, there's a recipe. And they always say, oh, daddy always has to put his touch. So I'm like, what are we trying today? What is the highlight meal or you know ingredient we're going to be using. I make it fun for them and they make it fun for me because there's no fun cooking alone. No, no Cooking with them. It. We're going to go to the gym. Now yeah. my daughter's training. She's like, oh, dad, when are you coming to my gym so you can train too? I'm like, don't worry. I'm coming in January. My son, I'm coaching with him. He, he wants to dunk on me. That's his biggest fantasy. I'm like, start by growing a little bit more yeah. and then we'll get there eventually. So there's always this competition. We play cards. Oh, uh, they want to beat me, Right. We play video games. They want to beat me. We watch a movie and we discuss the movie. It's very basic. Yeah, I know. But we it's watch just a movie and I'm like, what did you think? How did you find the acting? Well, how much did you give that movie on 10? And stuff like that. Yeah. What did you like? What you did? Because I'm communicating with them at their level, right? Yeah. And if they're not interested, I'm making them interested. There's some things they don't like. I'm not going to force it. No, you can't force right? them stuff. But too. if that's not what they like, I'm going to try to find something else that they like. They love arcades, competition, basketball. My daughter's amazing. My son and my daughter, here, here you go. Let's attack. And they have two years difference. Amazing thing. By yeah, I know. I'm kids. very, I see it now that they're eight and 10. Like uh, us, our competition too. Like we, I'm, we're on the field all the time, right? My daughter, not only hockey, she's still playing soccer. She's, they're both in CDC. So that's I think is Meg. They can't make me. I tell you, they joke yeah. them all the time. <laughs> but my son, like once I got him back to back and he got so mad, like he kicked the ball away. He goes, Ma, how did you do that? I'm like, well, you left yourself open. Yeah, but you were talking to somebody. I'm like, well, yeah, but I saw, I saw the opening and I, I make you. Then on the way back, I make them again. And my daughter too got involved. Now, hey, she's trying to make my son and they get into arguments. So yeah, you have to th- keep things fun, keep That's things amazing. light. We played NBA2K. He finally beat me like last month. He keeps on talking about it constantly. He's getting better and better. Because I remember I had a fool's ball table at mm-hmm. home and I used to destroy him. And my ex used to tell him, let him win. I'm like, no, because no. eventually he's going to kick my ass. Yeah. Never let him win. Gonna and then come, he's not going to let me win. <laughs> and it comes soon enough for when they kick yeah. your oh, ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, but. yeah. But now like I see he's getting closer. Now we're playing basketball. Maybe at 40%, 50% on him, but I'm seeing eventually his physical form is gonna reach his level, and then he's gonna be bullying me, right? Because we're growing, we're getting older. As much as I'm denying this, mm-hmm. we're getting older. I'm 43. I, I can play with 25, 26 year olds now. But by the time my son's gonna turn 20, I'm gonna be in my 50s. And then it's not gonna be the same ball game. And there I still learn things from my kids. Like they'll come and like, oh, did you hear this, 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 and that? I'm like, oh, damn. And then we play these games. Like, we'll take a walk every night and we play a country uh, game. So we go with A. Name me a country that starts with A. Everybody, their turn. And the one that doesn't find loses. And we go to B and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. My daughter knows all the flags in the world now. Yeah, She loves that shit. We talk about religion. And the thing is, I was like, listen, I'm not the most religious person, but I know a lot of about religion. 
And I'm like, you can believe in whatever you want as long as you're happy and you do not impose it on people. Now, it's easy to preach to somebody, but if you actually act off those preaching, they will respect you and yeah, follow. You're all model. You know what I mean? Now, I'm scared, but I'm working on my retirement now because I'm telling them in five years, I'm leaving the country. And they're like, yeah, but how about us? I'm like, I'm giving you guys a condo and a car. After that, handle your shit. If you want to come and join me, join me. If you want to finish your studies, do what you have to do. But you have to live your life. Yeah. I'm not going to give you millions. I'm going to give you just enough to have everything under control. And then do your mistakes. Do yeah, everything. Me, me, it's 10 years because they're younger. It's 10 yeah, years. Yeah. I want to be an expat. That's my dream. Expat. Come visit me. Yeah, yeah. when expat. I was in Guadeloupe, I was planning. I was making connections. I was like, okay, maybe not this island, maybe the next island and stuff like that. And then the kids are like, but can we come? I'm like, you can do whatever you want. But you have to live your life. Eventually, these kids have to live their own lives. I was trying to push my dad to that. I mean, when he was uh, getting separated, I had the best thing for him was just to move back to Italy. His sister's there. I mean, we have we have place there, and he can go back and you know live out his years. Whereas now, it's like my sister is a, a nurse; she's working crazy. She I'm, has kids. No, my sister's uh, she's gonna be twenty seven, so she's younger, right? Uh, my sister lives closer to my father. My dad lives in De Montagne, so my sister lives oh, not wow. far, Saint Stache, like close. I live in Saint Leo. I speak to my dad every day. We speak about, you know, how's your day? Speak about the game. Do you watch the game? Whatever. And I said, I see my dad probably less than if he would move to Italy. I would come on vacation for two weeks. You'd probably spend more time with him. He would come down. Quality time too. Quality time. He would come down for two weeks and that would be a month. In that month, I probably would see him more than I do now where Sunday, I got off the field. I jumped off the field. Are you home? I'll come by for a coffee. So I leave Laval. I'll go to De Montagne, have a coffee. Or during the week where, like this week, he had a doctor's appointment. He goes, you want to drive me? No problem. Picked him up, drove him. But if he was in Italy, one, it would give us an excuse to, to go, go. Yeah. Right? And then he would have to come back because you, you you can't stay permanent. Even if he's retired, he just got to do like six months minus a day. So I say, you do six months minus a day, come back for two weeks, get your shit in order, and then go back. Yeah. And he was literally contact. He had gone to the 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 but at that, the offices like, and everything. They don't like they don't like change that much. No, yeah. he he was worried about it. But even my aunt in Italy, I was getting her on board. So I speak to her often on WhatsApp. She's a bit younger. She's my dad's seventy. My aunt's sixty one. Okay, but she she was here longer, so she sp- she speaks. She went to school here, so she left. They came from Italy. That's true. I was supposed to go to her bed and breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 they yeah, sold it. They sold it. They sold it. Shit. So basically, they came. They came. My aunt was very young, mm-hmm. so she grew up here. So she's English, right? And then she went back to Italy when she was like twenty-one. So when I go there, it's like talking to my sister almost, right? Yeah. You try to talk to my father, a seventy-one-year-old man. You know, like they're stuck in their way. It's different, right? So I've been trying to get my aunt to convince him to move there, not because I want to get rid of him. No, no, for I sure. think that would be it's the best for thing him, for yeah. him. But that's the yeah. thing. Ironically speaking, we're in our forties now. I'm not going to retire at 65. I want to retire when I'm still, you know, I can enjoy this part. When I say retire, it's really a work less type of thing or work from far. Well, yeah, that's that's the goal, right? That's what it is. Make st- people work for you. You make maybe a little bit less money, but you have a lot more flexibility to enjoy that money. And that's my plan. Now I just need my kids to finish high school specifically. And then my daughter is pretty clear in her way. She wants to be psychologist or criminology. My son... Uh, Still has those big hoop dreams and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, my son's playing in the 2034 World Cup. 
Oh, he decided. Him. Yeah, he's decided. Good but, for him. But this was fun, honestly. We'll have to do this again in a year type of thing. See where we're at. Yeah, that could be fun. <laughs> Hopefully, Phil will be in a happy relationship. A happy and, f- and love. And what is it? What, uh, butterflies. 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 And Anthony's going to be with somebody. She's going to be pregnant by then. Oof. That's uh, working. Is, the one, is the one from Italy. <laughs> <laughs> you tell us. You tell us. I you wish you I'm, I'm, intri- I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. But uh, anyway, I would like to see keep on the positivity. But <laughs> we have to change something because we have the same result every time. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm sure we'll have a, a bit of, a bit more progress in a year from now. Yes. Is it those without sins cast the first stone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I got news for you guys the next time I see you. Okay. And on that note. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.